Amen. This migraine isn't going away anytime soon. I mean, I, I don't even feel safe driving. I'm gonna, I'm sorry, but I'm gonna have to bail. Hello world, this is Chris Abalo's Podcast Experiment, and I am Chris Abalo. Welcome to the show, where I'm joined once again by Jack DeFranco. Hello again. And Ryan Taggart. Aloha. And also running the controls, twiddling the knobs today, is welcome back, Engineer Chris. Who's this Engineer Chris? <laughs> who's, who's, who this guy? Who engineered who, 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 who this? Uh, a few episodes ago, the first show uh, Jack and I did here at Shared Universe. And uh, I will say, I thoroughly enjoyed your show. The, hey, the first oh, episode thanks. I got to sit in. When I found out I missed an episode, I was actually kind of sad about it. And then you found out you missed yeah. another one, and you were like, yeah. suicidal. Yeah. Because and you missed, you know. <laughs> Why do you think I missed that more other time? <laughs> Holds up wrists. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No triggers intended. <laughs> yeah, no, he's, he's joking. He's joking. Nobody yeah, totally had, joking. Don't tweet us. Um, and you may notice that uh, we're actually one short tonight. Uh, Andrew Rizzatello is not here Unfortunately, uh, he had to bow out due to uh, some illness. He's unfortunately, dead people. Yep. Mm. Wow. <laughs> and I'm <laughs> short, but I'm still here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Too short. Ryan made it in. Yeah. Like he, he may he may need to put a booster seat in his car to drive here, but he made it. <laughs> so oh, fuck. Short fuck. <laughs> See, a- Andrew always said some inches. Andrew always said like I don't even need to be here. Why do you just imitate me all the time anyway? Like we're gonna get to test that. We're gonna do the whole show for you. We're gonna see. Well, <laughs> it'll be like you're you're here. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, he he wanted to be here. He only let me know a short time ago that he wasn't gonna be able to make it, and I understood. He's got a crippling migraine. Uh, I don't think he's gonna mind oh, me. It wasn't the wrong. Thank that. you. No. Yeah. Well, I, I, his I head's don't know. just all splody. Yeah. I don't know that I even buy that because uh, as of yesterday. Uh, we became legal recreationally in New Jersey, and I think he's just baked as fuck. And <laughs> yeah. that, I, it's not I think actually legal yet. Oh no! Not until January first. I don't know that he's well, waiting. Andrew's got a lot yeah. of explaining <laughs> to do. They, yeah, the the state put up a thing because people just assume that it's like legal right now, but it's not. Yeah, because because <laughs> everyone, the state of Jersey got worried because the top result on Google in the state of New Jersey was how do you roll a joint? I just saw that. <laughs> really? The so all these all these amazing. noobs who are like, how do you roll a joint? <laughs> I've mean, never done it before, but now I want to do it. Yeah, now, like, legal, now I'm, I'm into it. it. Oh yeah, it's I him. just saw that before I came in here, and I'm like, "Are you serious?" <laughs> I, I had to laugh about it because I thought, "Oh, people are going to be going crazy about this." And you know, given last night, for context, by the way, let me just say this up front because I'll forget, and then people are going to say, well, "Why are these guys just bullshitting for an hour?" Uh, so we actually are recording this. People don't ask that every week. Why are these guys? Uh, well, it's, <laughs> why are these only, guys just bullshitting? Only because. Why do I tune in? <laughs> because it's 2020. Um, we're recording this uh, Wednesday, November 4th, the day after Election Day. But you are seeing it, if you're seeing it on the day it comes out or listening to it, on November 9th. Uh, as of now, there has not been a, a winner declared in the presidential election. So uh, there's there nothing to talk about. If there isn't a winner when, the, when this episode comes out, I'm so sorry. Well, that's exactly <laughs> yeah. it. Like I, I really think that by Monday, people are going to say, why are they not 
talking about that? Like, we should, in theory, know. I told in the parking lot, it's going to happen when we're recording. It's going to happen. Oh, could we break the news? That might be interesting, actually. I mean, it's it's, it's close. At this point, they've called... Breaking news you found out five days ago, people. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's it. In case you don't already know. (laughs) We're far from a news show, so I didn't want to think, like, why are these guys not saying a thing about that? It's because as of now, we don't know. I mean, it's as far as the the numbers go, they earlier have... 99% 99% of uh, Michigan is reported, so that goes to Biden. They, so he they just needs to Michigan win. Michigan, and all he needs is Nevada at this all moment. All he needs any state, because Pennsylvania apparently yeah. has like a million outstanding mail-in ballots. Right. As of now, because they allow mail-in ballots that are postmarked by Election Day to be right. received and counted three days after the election, which is Friday. Right. And if but that's if a million, he, that's that could flip Pennsylvania. Right. But if he leaning. gets Nevada, that's it. He's that a 270. He, yeah. So right. he doesn't need anything else. And he's got the popular yeah. vote, which isn't much of a surprise, but we're not going to get into the weeds on, on that. Yeah. That's, that'll be, that may be next week, actually. But right now, as we speak, we are close. Yeah. We are very, very yeah. close. It, it's it's just a matter of taste. This, by the time you watch this, people, the, the person who won should be, insert name here, Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just insert the, the winner. Yeah. But uh, that's why just up front, like if you're wondering why that isn't being acknowledged, is because as of when we're recording this, there isn't an answer. But by the time you're hearing it, there should be a winner declared. Um, and chances are there will be somebody who's contesting that victory, <laughs> considering how it goes now. But not going to get into that. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, no, Andrew, he's home, uh, baked out of his mind, and uh, watch, watching cartoons. <laughs> yeah. He's like, this shit's legal now. Yeah, he's like, yeah. fuck this, I'm not coming all the way here. I got booze and, and Mary Jane. Yeah, you're sitting on the couch, how do you roll a joint? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the funny part. Andrew had to say, we're just going to talk shit about him because he's not here. It's going to be the roast of Andrew because he didn't show up. Um, but... He, uh, a couple of years ago, he's, I don't know if you remember this, it was before we started the only podcast, it was more than 10 years ago, because he smoked weed on occasion. It was his thing once in a while, like with yeah. his cousin. I don't think he would just sit at home and smoke. But uh, there was a point when, I, I don't think he's going to mind me telling it, at least I hope he doesn't, but if he does, too bad. Too late. But uh, he'd gotten a hold of some, some weed that must have been laced with something, and he hadn't gone to the emergency room. Do you remember that? I remember the story. I don't know if you were yeah. around I think at that I've point. Heard the story, you, yeah, yeah, you probably have, because it probably happened around the time you met him yes. and we're hanging out. Yeah. It, well, well, that's it. He's not the type to panic and go to the emergency room, especially because his wife is a nurse. So, it, it, yeah, like he's yeah, ain't that some shit? It was bad but, enough. You should probably yeah. go to the hospital. So sorry. Yeah, I know that's not funny. Oh no, it is. It but is. Can you imagine um, that? But wait, there's more. Honey. <laughs> To go to the hospital. I'm seeing purple monsters and they're not going away. <laughs> there's spooky, scary yeah. skeletons in the closet. Everything looks like Frank Zappa's 200 motels. I don't know what to do. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're going to the hospital. Uh, yeah, so he got he got a hold of some uh, bad weed that was probably laced with something. So he did give it up for a while, and that, which a while means a couple of months. Um, so he's the only one who has a who has a, a crush on Mary Jane, a crush on Kush, and um, <laughs> my alliterative insult. But we're, I mean, I, look, I'm all for it. I voted in favor of it. I'll say that right now. I did we, too. We, we said in 2014, in one of the last episodes of uh, the fourth year of, of that run, we were actually talking about, it was a legal cast. I think, was it? I, maybe it was just you and I and Andrew. We were talking about the things that should be legal, which were weed, gay marriage, and sex work. Hookers. Yeah. Hooers. And... Uh, <laughs> I mean, we got two out of three. I don't know why sex work's still not legal. Uh, yeah, but like either. weed, I'm not going to partake. But Wait, isn't it 
legal in one of the states? Nevada. It's legal in it Nevada. But in, yeah. yeah. But but like nationally, it's just kind of silly. It's like you could fuck someone for free, but if you pay him money, or if you pay him money and you film it, it's okay because it's porn. But you can't just you know give somebody five hundred. You can't do a um, America. Yeah. You can't do you can't uh, the do land America. of common sense. Sex. <laughs> yeah, it's still frowned upon. Team America. Even after all these years. To say to you. <laughs> <laughs> And it's no paying for sex. <laughs> you got to buy dinner, and then you can have that shit for free. But uh, anyway, so look, I'm all for legal. I don't partake in weed, although I was close to you know five years ago when uh, my anxiety was out of control and I wasn't sleeping well. I know I talked to Ryan about this. That uh, I never heard this. Yeah, well, you know what? I hadn't. I wanted to do that before going on any kind of like medication. Yeah, just because I knew a bunch of people who did use it for that purpose. And there are now that the nerds have gotten hold of yeah. weed. We have craft they, weed. It, it, craft <laughs> weed. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Holy shit. How do you think we became cool in the last couple of decades? We just started smoking a little bit of weed. Uh, I mean, when maybe. We talked about comic books. Well, that's. We, yeah. We've kind of merged, with the, we've kind of merged yeah. with the stoners. Yeah, the hippies and the nerds have kind of become almost the, the same. They're, they're indistinguishable. Yeah. Everything's got their group of nerds. Yeah. Of course. Of course. There's, there's sports nerds and uh, they got bought by car Disney. nerds. Yeah. They did. <laughs> <laughs> stoners got bought by Disney. Oh, man. It's going to be interesting. Well, Disney buys everything. Oh, oh, so would you like yeah. It was inevitable. <laughs> oh. Oh. Maybe, could you imagine that? Well, in California, it's illegal. So you can imagine if Disneyland. Was selling character branded strains I would of weed. Love yeah, that. Be like Buzz Don't, Lightyear that makes you super chatty and poison in the youth. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Duck, which makes it completely in, unintelligible. Don't get the Eeyore strand; it's going to really kill the mood. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Buzz! Oh man, the mileage we could get out of this. I'd like you to bring me some more brownies if it's no bother. <laughs> Do you imagine? Oh, oh. What would be the worst Disney strain? Uh, Darth Vader. Eeyore was pretty bad, but Darth Vader. We have to. I, I'm trying to think. Like, what would be the one that's like? Yeah, well, the line? what would the Force do? Yeah. <laughs> Man, Thanos, now, just, you just disappear. Yeah. Oh shit! Can I that's choke another people one. on this? Yeah. D- does it have to be like a character or like an idea, like the Force? Because like the Force is a hilarious name for a strength. That is a hilarious. I mean, yeah. somebody right? has to have it, right? Somebody's yeah. come up with that. It, somebody has to have come up. Yeah. Kevin Smith yeah. hasn't come up with that. Like as a maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It's, like, this one's own. called the Force. No, but like called the Force. Like I'm oh. surprised you didn't name it. I mean, it's yeah. trademarked. It's I think trademark. that's the only thing stopping yeah. him is the copyright infringement or yeah. the cease and desist. Yeah, but Wait, otherwise, what, do they have a name for Jane Silent Bob's Force? Because they have the blunt sabers. Because you know what I'm talking about. Oh shit! You know oh, you mean like the equivalent of the yeah. Force in the Jane Silent Bob universe? Is there one? I don't know. I don't know if they refer to it as anything. Because yeah, there's the blunt saber, and the sound is different because obviously that sound is also you know copyrighted as well. Of course it is. So you can't use yeah. the lightsaber, um, which is fine because I prefer the the space ball sound anyway, the Schwartz <laughs> sound. But still, the best Star Wars movie ever made. Made a Schwartz. But I think I think it would be. I mean, I'm I'm playing now with the idea of like a, like Thanos strain of weed where it's like i feel like i'm getting dusty i feel like i'm getting dusty for three hours (laughs) i don't feel so good get (laughs) dusted yeah exactly there's the line right now yo you trying to get dusted yeah Yeah. (laughs) i got some thanos no they make they make each strand like its own thing of the infinity stone oh my god dude colored blunts that'd be hysterical it's like you work your way up to get this is the mind weed this is the yeah this is dark i don't feel so good 
Listen to these three idiots who don't smoke pot talking about this. Like, yeah, exactly. Look at all these ideas we have yeah. for something we don't, I don't do. Somebody reached out to us. Like, we're not above a sponsorship. Again, I voted yeah. in favor of this shit. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't partake doesn't mean I'm not down with the cause. I mean, but really. I mean, the revenue that they can get for schools, for roads, for uh, that's, everything. Yeah, I can't believe it's taking this, this long. Is a, such a long time coming. When you look at Colorado and Washington State, I believe those are the two big ones. Uh, I yeah. mean, California is a whole other mess. But when you look yeah. at the states that were most ahead of the curve, yeah, they totally have. I mean, they have a budget surplus yeah. economically because these people are running legitimate businesses. It's not some dealer, you know, it's like 50 bucks for a bunch of stems and seeds. This right. is a legitimate Bob business. Went legit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and dispensers are huge business. They're in particularly in L.A. Like there's as many dispensaries as there are Starbucks. And that's saying something. Cause there's a lot yeah. of Starbucks. There's a lot of fucking Starbucks. People are um, high as fuck. <laughs> that's but, fucking terrifying. Now right. That you actually put it that way. Well, I remember I was when I was driving a Uber when I was living in Los Angeles, which was a chunk of the the second half of my my time there uh, a couple of years ago. But I picked up a girl on April nineteenth, and she you basically did. said, "Well, I, I drove a girl. <laughs> I should say <laughs> I picked her up from work at a weed store, and she uh, was telling me like I got to work a twelve hour day tomorrow, and I was like." Oh, yeah, tomorrow's 420. She said, yeah, it's our Black Friday, basically. She said, everybody comes in. Everybody's buying. But she's like, it's huge, huge day for sales. Like people who, I mean, there's the regulars who show up. I mean, probably some on the daily. But I bet there are people who come in, you know, on a weekly or biweekly basis and just pick up whatever it is they're going to use. And that's fine. But for Black Friday, she said, everybody comes in because it's legal. Like yeah. it's, it's nuts. It's like what traditional stores, stores get on Black Friday. And... Where did I was 420 kind of, come from? Yeah, I'm I don't sorry. Know. What does that mean? It's a it's a penal code for related to like a drug bust or something like that. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And well, then they just co opted the date in April for whatever reason. Yeah, I never got that. Yeah, again, it's it's a penal code. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Is that like five zero? Like everybody? Yeah, well, like the five zero. In, in olden <laughs> yeah. days, like cops were five zero. <laughs> yeah, like one eight seven is murder. Four twenty right, is like right. a drug bust. Like fifty one fifty is crazy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of. Uh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yo, if you ever look, if you ever have the time, look up the origins of 420 because that's a movie that needs to get made. That sounds amazing. I, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna write up a <laughs> or write up a draft and send Copyright it over. Copyright the Chris Abel yeah. podcast. Send it over to our boy Kev Smith and get it going. It's like, oh, listen, man. man. Yeah. <laughs> like this is right up your alley, literally. Guess but we'll have to start smoking. 420, <laughs> the Force <laughs> Awakens. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But oh, yeah, we all you could have a lot of fun if Disney got into the pot game. Yeah, and why not? What, why it's not? Inev- they're they're it's progressive. They're, I mean, they're pretty progressive. They got Gay Day and Gay Week and you know all that other stuff. Yeah. So you it's like how, they're obviously on the side right. of like yeah. of, of where the culture is, but at least the majority of the culture. And you know why they not? have a war room where they're like, "What haven't we bought yet?" Yeah. <laughs> and people are just like pitching things. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> the war room is what? essentially Eisner's bedroom, and he's just like it's the toy chest, and he opens it up, and he's just like. It's not full anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what don't I have? You think he's like still telegraphing, like using Morse code to communicate to the boardroom to Baba uh, Chapek? Does Is that, that, did I get his name right? <laughs> actually, actually, mistakenly yeah. called him Zapsic a couple of weeks ago before we even came here. And I thought, wow, that's weird. Where did that come the from? More, the Morse code comes in in the main office by Sun, uh, by, by, so, by Sony. Oh, by so- oh, oh yeah. shit. We just put in a bid to buy the sun, which is yeah. coming soon, by the way. Yeah, Peasants. <laughs> we have to buy more of the world. <laughs> We're going to monopolize yeah. natural heat and solar power by buying the sun. It could happen. 
it's, it's weird. It's, I mean, yeah. I'm all for it. It's a, this last few minutes, frankly, is a hell of a lot funnier than the South Park pandemic special. And their jokes about Disney and Mickey, but that's just my opinion. I haven't watched South Park in years. I, we, we actually watched it last night, and I, we quit on it. We are like, this this started okay, but it's just not funny. I actually... So. I have two questions for you guys. Sure, as, sure. In related to Disney, what is the one thing you hope to God that they don't buy that you think that they would probably have the most interest in? Because because it's starting to they're starting to buy up a little more than they probably should be mm-hmm. when it comes to properties and brands mm-hmm. and shit like that. I, uh, another studio. Because I know I, my yeah, answer. Yeah. But I still want another studio purchased. Because I know my answer, but it involves going back in time. I wish they never bought the Muppets. I wish uh, never. I, you know what? They, I mean, they haven't done anything with them, so I agree. Well, that's that's part of the problem yeah. is that they didn't know what to do with it. But Jim Henson really shepherded that. Actually, there's a great show people can look up on YouTube, Defunct Land. Yes, you've Defunct seen that. Land. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah, you're, yes. you're a Muppet nerd. Um, yeah, they they did. I think six Jim Henson episodes about different eras, and An the one about miniseries. Um, it's fucking. It's fantastic. People. They're amazingly put together, and I knew from his. His autobi—I mean, not autobiography. His um, his no, not his, really authorized biography. No, the book, but the Jim Henson biography—that's authorized. Well, they he, the author didn't have permission, from what I was told. But Brian Henson basically did say, like, yeah, everything in there is pretty accurate. Like he didn't get he, when did that he didn't get out? the okay from the family. Yeah. Oh, this is like 2014, 15. Oh, it's, okay. it's a couple of years ago. It's a good read, to be honest. It is. It's really good. It's a, it's a long book, but it's fast. I mean, it's. He's one of my personal heroes, so of oh, course I was down with the interest. Dude. Yeah, but the, the chapter on the Disney purchase is very interesting because di- he was so gung ho for it in the beginning. Yeah, and then as he got sicker, but then as things started to just kind of the as the uh, the negotiations kept going, right, he was slowly starting to realize, yo, they were trying to screw him. He yeah. was like, they're gonna like if they're because he asked for a uh, two million dollar budget for Muppet Vision 3D. And I think another ride. Mm-hmm. And they were like, what is wrong with you? Because he wanted a $200,000 director's fee, which mm-hmm. is normal in Hollywood. Right. And Disney was like, That's are, you not much. Of, are you out <laughs> of your mind? And, and Jim was like, if they're going to give me this much trouble for the next 10 to 15 years, it's not worth it. Right. And then he then he died. Yeah, people attribute the, the difficulty of that deal to his declining health, in part, anyway. They don't say, like, that killed him, but... Disney was about was to spend $150 million on the Muppets when Jim was alive. Mm. And then when they bought him uh, years later, in 07, I think it was, they only spent $75 million. Yeah, and there was a whole thing because they're, they're, they had a big announcement. I think there was a primetime special, too, with, like, the Muppets go to Disneyland or yeah, something. Th- well, in the 90s. Yeah, right, in the 90s, right. there was but all those, it, like, Sunday night specials. But like, there was a big announcement when he was alive, too. He was there with, with Bob, um, uh, what's his name? Eisner? Michael and Eisner, uh, Michael Eisner. Eisner. Sorry. Everybody, every CEO has been named Bob. <laughs> so I like Bob Eisner, right? And then he was followed by... Uh... <laughs> it just keeps going. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a safe assumption. Plus, the last guy that was Disney's CEO, I forgot. I'm blanking on Bob Iger. I Iger, yeah, hated the Muppets. Apparently, he did. They they have not known what to do with them. Yeah, which is something so we haven't stop starts with them. Well, they don't know. They're like the the movies were great. I loved the two new movies that they did. I actually, like Most Wanted even better. Uh, yeah, that I was, thought I that... was going to say I do enjoy Most Wanted more than I do the. The, yeah. the last Muppet movie, although I do appreciate it. I, it, I like it. brought it. those characters back. Like yeah. people, it were, did. People cared about him again, and it won the fucking deserving Academy Award because I'm still salty. Rainbow Connection never <laughs> fucking won. So, so uh, fuck you, the Academy. Well, that, that song's gonna live on forever. That song's gonna outlive all of us. So at least there's that. That's <laughs> oh, true. and actually, there's there's an excellent. I just watched it since we're on the Muppets, and I'll take any opportunity to, to crow about how great the Muppets are. But uh, <laughs> on Disney Plus, there's a, a show called Prop Culture, 
Oh, and they did you watch it already? It's fantastic. The and one on the Muppet. Movie? Yes, they do one for the Muppet movie, and there's a guy who's who's a big prop collector who goes around. They do for a bunch I of movies. I've heard for, of this, and I'm on. I don't know why you haven't either, yeah. because you're too busy yeah. watching just stuff on the Star Wars category. So, yeah. <laughs> prop culture is essentially <laughs> what he said, but it's this dude going around looking for props in famous movies, some of which are still around, some of them aren't. He does Mary Poppins, Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, Who Framed Roger, Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. I mean, oh, yeah, two big ones uh, for you. <laughs> <laughs> you're watching it tonight. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a superhero one, on. but I'm blanking. I think it was The Rocketeer. I think, but, I think uh, so, yeah. All my but, favorite Disney. Those are my three favorite Disney movies But prop culture is an amazing show that's, that's jack's hard on hitting the table yeah <laughs> did easy one, now and they did one on the muppet movie but it was so surprisingly like heartfelt like oh, the yeah. people that worked on it like loved it like they they found Fozzie's studebaker they found the sign from the El Slizo Cafe yeah. in the original. Oh, let's, let's not give too much of it away because there's a lot of there's momentum. There's so much more. There's a lot yeah. more. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. Even saying those two things, I'm only scratching the surface. They totally. find so much crap. Totally. I, I knew nothing about crap. it. My, my girlfriend watched the uh, Mary Poppins one. I'd gone to bed early and she had the TV on and was watching it one night. And uh, then said, I can only watch one of these at a time because she got really emotional watching the Mary Poppins one. Because she's a huge fan of that. I mean, she's a Disney nerd anyway. Worked at Disneyland for years and everything. And uh, she said, we have to watch the Muppet movie one. But I know I can only watch one of these at a time. And they're like a, a half hour, something, maybe 40 minutes. They're not long. Yeah, um, it's, a quick, so you, it's a quick watch. It, it totally is. But she got she she got dusty a couple of times during the one for the Muppet movie when there's certain props that are found. And just you see people's connection to it. The people who worked on it. I'm talking, you know, wardrobe people and, you know, people who did, uh, you know, some of the production design, you know, without getting too into what exactly they found. People get really emotional about it, and it was you, know, you could tell the people who worked on it that was their. I mean, some of them directly said it that was their their favorite movie that they worked on. Favorite movie, favorite ch- franchise, just in general. Yeah, like it's it it breaks your heart in the best way possible because it proves what Disney could be doing with the Muppets, and it's like yeah, because yeah. there is so much you could do with those characters, or just like, like a Muppet Babies reboot of some sort. I grew up we, on that. Which yeah. we put that which, on the network. I yeah. mean, which, why is that on Disney Plus? There is. There's a, there's a new Muppet the, Babies. The new one, but the classic Muppet Babies oh, yeah. that I used yeah. to watch. That's also the weird issue is that the Muppets, when they would distribute things in the past, rights were everywhere. Yeah. Notice yeah. If, if you go on Disney+, Plus, they only have a few Muppet movies, including the two recent Disney ones, because the rights towards... Muppets Take Manhattan is owned by like Sony. Sony, and yeah. they also have Muppets from Space, yeah. which is fine; they can keep it. But <laughs> I, <laughs> you know what? The, the reason that movie falls apart for me is just because there's no original songs. It's all '70s disco and funk songs. I will I'm like, say, I don't want to see the Muppets singing. You know, celebrate good times. Well, just don't care. Okay. Nothing against the song, but Under, I, that's not I, what I come to a Muppet movie for. But <laughs> the story was fun. No, I completely get that, and that's my vibe too. I love that. You two want to take five, by the way, because we're just gonna. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> sure. like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Look, yeah. I'll end my Muppet ramp on no, this. No, 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 no. I'll that movie in. literally was the first movie to introduce me to funk. So I was like, you know what? All right. Because if it was like, because when I, I came out, that. I was like a little tyke. Mm-hmm. So dad was like, if you like this, check this out. It shows me all of Cool and the Gang. And, and right. Well, as, as a gateway. All right. I can see that. I didn't consider that because I was in my late teens when Muppets from Space came out. I was like 17 or something. So at that point, I was all like, who's in the Muppets? Yeah, I was, I was like, one of those, I was one of those grousing yeah. Star Wars fans, like Disney ruined the fucking franchise, man. <laughs> Moody teenager. So, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, you that, were yeah. practicing for what was to come. That, yeah, yeah, that was me at seventeen. Yeah. I was Bumper that was asshole. My last Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> but one of the things I thought, and we'll circle back, by the way, to your Disney question, as far as uh, well, at least the first one. You said there were two. 
well, um, about what they're going to buy. One, yeah, like but which just one to, would you not like Disney to touch. Right. Just well, well to leave put, it alone. To put a bow on, on the Muppets thing. And I agree with you to a point, but at the same time, I feel like if the Muppets were independent, just the Henson Company, we wouldn't have had nearly as much last year. So I'm not going to, you know, defend Muppet Wizard of Oz and you know, stuff like that. I think but, there would have been more because I mean, if they had interest in the Dark Crystal, if they had, if Netflix got their hands on the Muppets, that would have been a whole other. It, oh my well, God, see, yes. seeing how there things have have gone, yes, yeah. but like at the time, you, I don't know what would have been done, kind of in between. Let's say Muppets from Space in the, the movie in 2011 because there wasn't a the whole lot of activity. They had, yeah. some, they had um, a couple of primetime specials, Muppets from Space, Muppets, I'm sorry, um, Muppets uh, Wizard of Oz, Muppets Letters to Santa. Uh, there was a very, very Merry Muppet Christmas movie. I'm nerding out so hard right now. Dude, it's but okay. uh, these, these are all these were like primetime one hour specials, Yeah, they were. Um, which were produced by Disney and probably aired on ABC, I assume. But not, not as much as I, but I feel like those things maybe wouldn't have happened now looking at the game now where every IP is getting, is getting, you know, snapped up. Like, you know, everyone's mad about the peanut specials only being on uh, Apple TV plus. I'm very salty. And uh, <laughs> I bet I could tell you're, you're that guy who's like, very oh, mad. I can't but believe anyway. it. But um, that's a whole other round. I'm just going to have to do a show with you, dude. Maybe I'll roll in here next week and just be like, when are you working? We're just going to nerd out for an hour. Welcome to the Muppets anyway. podcast. guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to play the music. <laughs> it's time to light the lights. Oh my God. Speaking my language. But uh, anyway, uh, I, I just I feel like now, yes, something would have happened. But in between, I don't know what would have kept interest because despite two movies, a TV show, which I thought was hilarious. I thought the ABC show was really funny because I thought it, it was a good play on that kind of it was a workplace comedy, basically. But it also played on the modern, uh, you know, half hour comedy format where it's, you know, doing asides with some everybody talking to the camera like every NBC show from uh, you know the previous years and yeah. uh i i loved muppets now i thought that was a great take on the, the current version of the variety show which is essentially youtube clips i had a lot of fun with muppets now people were really annoyed about it there was a lot of hate online after the first uh first episode dropped like this doesn't sound like kermit okay well it's a new guy you have to get used to it it's not the same guy who's been doing it for almost 30 years i will say but, that was weird and I'm, that's the only reason why one of the reasons i'm glad the 2015 muppets ended was because we didn't have to experience the fallout of New Kermit in the middle of a new show, because that right. would have been horrible. Well, that was also <laughs> that was also apparently part of the reason because Steve Whitmire, who did who operated and voiced Kermit, nuts. well, apparently he he was giving trying to give the the network, according to him anyway. I mean, there's different stories about what happened, but he was trying to guide the show as far as like what they would actually do and what Kermit would do and he said he felt like they strayed away from the character and you know all of that at the time yeah apparently so. Frank Oz too is like very anti what's going on with the Muppets now too from what I've understood yeah he's yeah. a gr- he's a he's great like on the outs of it well he's he's not involved he hasn't done anything I believe since Muppet Christmas Carol yeah um, at least as a performer but I mean even just as a consultant bring the dude in yeah. and say what would you you grew up with Jim Henson literally what would you do what do you think is the heart of the Muppets that people locked onto in the first place my weird claim and to fame that. I asked him this question on Twitter and he answered I was like would you really if Disney if Disney asked you to helm or at least shoehorn the Muppets into hmm. a new era would you say yes at the very least I just want to know if he said yes sure. if he would say yes and he was like I don't know it's a really hmm. complicated question because he has a a lot of emotional attachment to those sure, characters. Oh, yeah. totally. So I think part of it is the fact that he can't perform in it anymore. I mean, Frank, yeah. every once in a blue moon, comes back and does Sesame Street. I don't know if a lot of people know that. But, mm. like, he comes back, he'll do Grover on occasion and maybe Cookie Monster. Oh, really? But it's not often. Because yeah. Because 
he's quite expensive. So, oh, I'll bet. So, well, he's he's gone on to have a career of his own as a director. Yeah. He's done a, a so dozen when, movies. So whenever he comes back, it's more of a legacy thing, but it doesn't mm. happen very often. Right. That being said, I think I think that was the key, and that was apparently what was going to happen in '09 before they announced Jason Segel's Muppet movie. Right. And that's that's my only gripe with that film. And I'm sorry I didn't mean to hijack your show with Muppet Talk. <laughs> but, like, that's the literally the only reason why, like, I can't stand that film is because if Jason hadn't pitched his version and they went with the more famous option, right. they would have gotten a Frank Oz-helmed original Muppet movie. Uh, which, which at the 11th hour, they dropped, apparently, like, right at the time when they could have gone another direction. Yeah. Was and it like sounded an great. Hour before, it did, it yeah. I read the great. synopsis the, the of it. The cheapest Muppet movie ever, ever made. made. <laughs> <laughs> Who doesn't want to see that? I mean, if you have a you know, passing interest in the Muppets, just the idea of the cheapest Muppet movie ever made is hilarious. Literally and figuratively. Uh, like, yeah. that was the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's great. And so in line with their, their very self-aware and uh, satirical approach that they've had in the past. Because that's what it was. The Muppet show was a, a, basically a... Both an homage and a satire of the variety shows from like the 60s and 50s and, you know, that went into the 70s where everybody would have, you know, the Jimmy Dean show and the Bob Hope special and, you know, all those things. Yeah. And that's kind of what that show was. And that's why it was great because that was a reference point. And that's why I like Muppets now because it's based around a bunch of segments that kind of play out like YouTube clips with, you know, some connective tissue in between with Scooter having to upload everything so the episode, you know, the, the yeah. segments can go live and reaching out to Kermit. And instead of Zoom, it's called Rainbow Connector, you know, like yeah. it's, it's what they talk about. Like there's a bunch of great stuff like that that I love. I'm sorry they only did six. I hope they do more. Nothing's been said about it. but um, It's up in the air. I, I digress. I, That's just Disney. That's no, how they I hear handle you. things. Yeah. That's why I don't want them to touch a few specific things. So I'm curious what you guys also have answers for. I, I'm with Jack. I was very hesitant when I heard they were they were going to buy um, Fox. When I said they're buying 20th Century Fox, that's very monopoly. I feel like they can't buy. I mean, I don't think Warner Bros. is going to give up DC, but I feel but like they Sony can't because that would be huge monopoly. That was going to be my answer is I hope they don't get DC. I don't think so. Oh, no. I that's the only thing. That, that might be considered a monopoly. no universe that ever happens because, yeah. I mean, they have Marvel, obviously, and then DC is sort of a competing – you know, series of properties, and if somehow we could get a DC crossover in the future, but it's like a cross thing between studios. Yeah, not uh, po- not possible now for whatever reason, but somehow in the future, dope. But yeah, yeah that no, right. minds. Disney, but... Disney, stay away. Yeah, yeah, and like, and I love the Marvel universe, but I like even though the DC universe now doesn't need any help destroying itself any further. <laughs> we all know, and that's coming from you. But I like that. In some aspects, they're they're separate and they're darker and grittier than the Marvel movies are. And we don't need like Disney taking over DC and making it all family friendly and fluffy and jokey. I wouldn't jokey think they and, would go for that because Warner Brothers know. is a giant entity to itself. I would think that like yeah. something like a struggling studio like Paramount or Sony, because there's a part of me that's pretty sad when uh, you see something that comes over supposed to be under the Fox banner. It's out 20th Century Studios. I'm like, oh, yeah, I know. Like, after Fox after decades. Dead. Yeah. 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 It does. It feels weird. Yeah, it really does. And that is one thing that I get people missed about the the recent Star Wars movie, the five movies that you didn't get the Fox fanfare at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. I get that people for I was a happy lifetime. They put them back on on Disney Plus. I was like, oh, thank you. At least that. Oh, for the did they for the for first the, for uh, the first six? Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. I didn't notice that actually. Yeah, it's funny. I'm. I get it. But um, because for years it was just a new hope because that was uh, Fox uh, partially financed that. Yeah, so, so they, they owned, owned part it. Of that, but like the in perpetuity, financed by, uh, financed by Lucas. So. I don't know. I the idea that now, I mean, th- they're gonna try Fantastic Four again, third times the charm, I guess. 
Uh, even though te- be. technically fourth <laughs> because of the Corman one, which uh, will never get seen, although there's got to be a copy floating around. So I bet it's bootlegged somewhere on the Internet. But I think um, the whole movie's on YouTube. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm sure somebody. I'm sure somebody thing. has it. I don't want to watch it. I'm more <laughs> there's the a story. doc about it that's been on my my Prime Video watch list forever about that movie that was made super cheaply just to retain the rights to Fantastic Four. I just love that idea. But um, I don't know. I I'm okay with the fact that the X Men were outsiders and obviously Deadpool being an outsider. I thought like having a different tone of that was good and. It's I not that wanted, I have anything wrong. I love the Marvel movies overall, but I just, I, I just don't know. Spider-Man in the movies, and we got it, so I was happy. Yeah, that I could, have, I could have taken or, or left, because yeah. we've had so many Spider-Men. I just, I don't know. That's a character I'm over. <laughs> I love Spidey. Do I'll you? never be over it. I mean, yeah. I don't, nobody needs another There's origin another story, yeah. but I don't mind Spider-Man movies oh, forever. Yeah. Like we know, where he, we know where he came from. No, no more Batman. Well, we don't yeah. need to double back. And it's like, like Batman. How many oh. times do we need to see Batman's parents killed on film? Yeah. I mean, it, don't we get it? Yeah, we get <laughs> it. We know so, his parents yeah, no were more, killed. No more origin stories. Yeah. I'm with you on Not that. Not even in the opening credit montage. We yeah, fucking no. get it. Right. It's kind of bad because it's like... It's, it's, even, it's, it's <laughs> even hilarious when you watch the the new Spider-Man movies because I love the fact that they don't even mention Uncle Ben once. Yeah, like not, yeah. N- not even yeah. once. With great power comes great responsibility, unless I'm mistaken. But they replaced. I don't it with believe some, so. I think they replaced it with something else. Kinda not. So he says something in Civil War of like, if you have these powers and you don't use them, you failed or something like that. There's one line he says to Tony Stark in Civil War in his bedroom. But other than that, yeah. it's kind of like there's a, there's a, a a bootleg version of that line of dialogue. <laughs> with great power comes great responsibility, and they kind of did that with um, Martin Sheen in the Andrew Garfield ones too. They kind of yes. did a different version of that same line, but with, the message was the same. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of what they were going for. It was like rephrasing: like, you have powers, you have to be responsible to use them. <laughs> yeah, like, if you ever you yeah. have a responsibility to make sure that you are using those powers in the right way, or something like that. I don't remember responsibly as much as I, yeah, <laughs> as much as I like that first uh, Amazing Spider Man movie. But um, yeah, I'd, I'd say another studio. I can't be specific about one. I mean, Sony doesn't seem to be generating as much money. They seem kind of a prime target. Word was that they were trying to buy Warner Brothers, or at least they were offering to buy Warner Brothers prior to AT and T, uh, before all that happened. Yeah, um, I don't. I mean, that's rumor. I don't know. It could be one of those things like you know, Netflix offered to buy No Time to Die, but it wasn't enough money. It could be something like that where it's they were approached, the studio said no, WB said no, and that was that. But it's just one of those things that was talked about where I thought, oh, man, are they going to buy a whole of the studio? And then they bought Fox, and I thought, well, shit. Which, just to quickly circle back to the Muppets, and then we'll get to your second question. Because <laughs> I was very I'm well... I'm so sorry, yeah. guys. No, 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 no. I was, Muppets again. <laughs> I was completely <laughs> ill-prepared for tonight. I had a nice four-piece show going, and then Andrew had to get fucking a migraine and you know, threw us off our game. So at least you're here to fill in and almost <laughs> be more effective. Good. It's all actually. I don't know if we need that guy anymore. Do you? Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. But, yeah, like we celebrated <laughs> 10 years of the only podcast twice. Well, most possibly. <laughs> <laughs> but the one thing I was hoping for, because the Muppet Show, they put out the first three seasons on DVD. Mm-hmm. It helps that you're on the other side of the camera because people watching and thinking I'm looking at them. But uh, <laughs> I'm actually, I'm, I'm looking at him. But anyway, uh, they stopped at three because the fourth season was the Star Wars episode of The Muppet Show, yep. which is one of the best. And I said that Disney's never going to be able to license Star Wars you know for, to put that episode on DVD. I can't imagine they're that profitable. So when they bought Fox, I thought, great, they'll put The Muppet Show on Disney+. And they haven't. And I wish they would. Because uh, it's six well, seasons just well, sitting there. That and the 70s were very loose with music rights. Yeah. So a, lot yeah. Of, a lot of Muppet Show songs. There are a few original 
but there's a lot of covers. Yeah, totally. That you have to You're license right. every single one. Were there musical guests? Because I, I haven't there's, seen there's the show. There's musical yeah. guests. Yeah, there's, Alice Cooper was on a Halloween episode, so he John did a few. Yeah. On a, on a, Crocodile okay. Rock is great with the crocodile singing. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, it's awesome. the, I don't have either of you ever seen the Muppet Star Wars special? No. Of the Muppet Show? I got to tell cl- you. I've seen clips. You, I've seen. I, we, we really should. Well, yeah. We're not that even going to wait for May the 4th. Yeah, that was time for Mark Hamill to like promote Empire Strikes back because it's, he's in the best hyster- it's, yeah. it's more it's hysterical, hysterical as a star wars I'm fan. sure but it's fucking creepy in the context now because <laughs> well if you if you haven't seen it now this show is what 40 45 years old i mean it, it must have been empire was 40 yeah 40 years yeah so, it's got to be 40 plus so so spoiler alert if spoiler for some alert. Reason, <laughs> at the end of this episode the muppets luke uh luke skywalker and mark hamill yes two separate characters sing together when you wish upon a star <laughs> by Disney. <laughs> is As this where Mark Hamill's wearing that gold getup yes. that I've seen on Twitter? Yeah. Yeah. And he makes fun of himself on Twitter. Yeah. It does. But infinitely better than the Star Wars Christmas special, obviously. Yeah. And, and anything, e- anything Ewok related, be it the cartoon or Although whatever. I am looking forward to the Lego Star Wars holiday Christmas special on Disney+. Plus. That's going to yeah. be fucking insane. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't even oh hear about God, that. Yeah. yeah, it's going to be out on November 17th. Hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be great. The, the poster was like Luke's... Uh, like, uh, Lego hand. It says to dad, to Luke from dad. <laughs> I'm still skeptical of Lego post Lego movie sales, so I'm very yeah. Un- Lego Batman movie was great. Well, no, it's, like, it's digitally animated. It's not like the Lego movies. It's like it costs, oh, it's not stop like, motion. It's no, it's digital? like the video games, like the Lego video uh, games. But but is the voice cast going to be playing the characters? A majority of them, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm, yeah. I'm now I'm interested. Daisy Ridley, John Boyega. I'd probably they got, end they up got Carrie Fisher. No, I'm an asshole. That was so mean. Why did you go there? I'm so sorry. You just opened up a wound that finally healed, (laughs) although not exactly 100% healed. Uh, It never will be. It still strikes me. It's It's a shame. It's still a shame. That's probably one of the reasons I still haven't seen, well, one in a list of few that I haven't seen Rise of Skywalker. I have no interest in seeing that movie. It's definitely a weak sauce ending to that trilogy of movies i'll say that ending overall but yeah but you're 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 biased like (laughs) like crazy you're like i'm just having to see like i have problems with it but it's not like a perfect ending but i I just thought it was weak for everything they set up i just feel like there there wasn't nearly enough payoff for i don't think that everything they set up because they didn't have a point i mean you and i talked about this a few episodes ago which if you're put off by the name the episode i don't remember what number it is but it's called boring conversation anyway which is obviously a star wars reference (laughs) so if anyone's looking at it like well i'm not gonna listen to that if they're saying it sucks no it's obviously a well-known quote from the first movie I don't think they had enough time to do it because of Carrie's death. They had a release date and they didn't have time to redevelop it. Well, they, yeah, they, think, they had to come up with a new story. Done, yeah. And they were like, oh, what do we do now? And then with the director change and the like, got to well, make the release date, I think that was the biggest problem. Yeah, I think the so. problem was is that they didn't plan this movie out when they announced it. Yeah. Like, they, had, they tried and did a loose connection, but like... They literally put all their fucking marbles in the bag that was The Force Awakens and didn't con- really consider And, and didn't have an arc beyond that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. a, like, literally Lucas gave them pages of material. There's stuff coming out, though, that some stuff that he suggested are made their way into the scripts. Like, Luke was going to die in Episode Eight in George's treatment. So there's some stuff, but it's no, it's still there wasn't a plan overall. So yeah, it is that's that's where it lets it down. Still enjoy them. So well, yeah, it's not unwatchable. Seven I, and eight, I, I love to death. And nine I do has, too. Yeah, nine, I, I love Last Jedi. I yeah, think nine. I have a couple of questions. I love the movie, but I have like there's some parts that they're like this. 
the biggest problem with that, and I'll reiterate what I said in the show, is sure. J.J. Abrams doesn't like to explain things. He just puts them on screen. Yeah. And yeah. even I was like, I was in a, uh, Barnes & Noble a couple months ago looking at like the reference book for the movie, because they always come out with that. Mm. And I was trying to read up on like the Sith army, and I'm like, there's no explanation. It just They just put him in. Right. And that's the stuff that bothers me. Like, yeah. how does the Emperor come back? I just want to know. And, and like we said, I've been seven, here the whole time. Yeah. Uh, where did the lightsaber come from? Where did they find it? That's yeah. Another story for another time. No explanation ever in those three that's movies. What turned, that's the biggest problem is the JJ factor of like, I got to keep a mystery. No. Yeah. No, how no. Mr. Brony or whatever name things. is. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Especially that's going to be the last one. Like that was a, that was that was a tease that was set up that was never paid off. Like it's it, that's a small thing in a, in a string of things that I feel like was a letdown. What was the other Disney-related question, I if you even remember. <laughs> I, I, to be honest with you, I kind of forgot, but it was also it was just a point that I wanted to make because you said something about Warner Brothers. Mm-hmm. But how creepy would it have been or weird Disney presents the Looney Tunes? Because they oh, that's that's a property, yeah. Disney, I mean, Disney presents I Animaniacs. Disney presents anything under Warner Brothers. Yeah, Disney, Disney's Tom and Jerry. That doesn't ring that right. That doesn't sit right with no. me. Yeah. No. Well, it, it would taint it a little bit. I mean, it's, it's one of those things where you're just seeing Disney's name on another thing, and you're like, it, just stop. Yeah, you it, don't, it you is. You don't need to buy this. Yeah. You don't. You don't. It's true. You can just stop. Yeah. You own 75% of the world already. <laughs> Basically. It is one of those things where a, a lot of nerds, especially like animation geeks and everything, were like, um, like the Tex Avery cartoons. I forget who did those originally, but they're not Warner Bros., but Warner Brothers owns them now did you just ask who did the tex avery commercial the tex avery cartoons you- no well i know who tex i'm saying the studio I know. <laughs> who's buried in grant's tomb when was the war of 1812 fought yeah. i know i i think it was mgm i could yeah, be Tom wrong Jerry, i thought that was Let's mgm also. i think so too but the 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 fact that they're part of the warner Bros. catalog now or like the, the most obvious one is uh the wizard of oz because warner brothers owns that now but that was an mgm film originally and there are people I mean, there's a small amount of them, but people get really uptight about the the association, like that those are Warner Brothers cartoons, that like Tex Avery cartoons are Warner Brothers cartoons. They weren't at the time; they are now, MGM, which is fine. It, they right. were MGM. Okay, mm-hmm. I thought so because I just bought that co- collection, which is great if you're an animation yeah. fan. That so did Tex they, Avery like, did MGM awesome. get bought out by Warner Brothers at some point? Or? I think it was it was just what is like MGM now. It's not a full fledged studio. It's like a, no, it is. It's just like it's it's not a shell of its former self as much as it is, it is just. A new version. It's, it's, it's almost. It's, it's, it's the same in name. Yeah, it's, it's almost. It was boutique. United Artists, wasn't it? Like United yeah. Artists or something split. It was MG. I forget. There's so many. So like, United Artists now is a Jesus. Is what a, is going on in the next studio? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit! Wait, morning. That's the porn <laughs> podcast. Anyway. Yeah, I guess so. so I better. They're gambling. The wrong room. Live <laughs> gambling on this charity universe. Was I it was. What was I? MGM Uni- oh, United yeah. Artists. So United Artists is now uh, a joint venture distribution system with Annapurna and, oh, right. and MGM because MGM they used to be their own distributor but then after the bankruptcy it was like mm. yeah that's not possible so they merged with well not merged in the sense of Annapurna is now MGM but they created that company together they're so, under the same umbrella yeah. kind of but which they're, is kind of crazy to consider that James Bond is technically under Annapurna which is an independent right company. yeah this that's, <laughs> that's and James Bond something that's so mainstream but they're kind of um I'd almost say a boutique studio now in that they're still tech. I mean, they own the Creed movies because it's part of the Rocky franchise and that was yeah. MGM. Adam's family. Um, yeah. Yeah. Adam's family is one of them. Bond, of course. Movie? Which one? Well, no, I just was like, whatever your thoughts oh, are. Oh, okay. I movie. thought that was another question. No, I'm no, like, no. Adam's no, family no, values no. fucking rock. <laughs> oh, that movie's great. I, <laughs> that's the only good Adam's family movie. But, my dad's um, on that soundtrack. Really? Yeah. My dad was in, oh. a, my dad was in an old, 
90s R&B hip hop group called PM Dawn. And oh my God! For what? Real? Yeah, that was my my dad was lead singer. And okay. he, what? And what? He had a song on that Adam Sandler soundtrack, if I'm not mistaken. I yes, he did. The song at the one of the songs in the end credits because it's that awful whoop. Adam's family. There it is. As soon <laughs> oh as that came God. on, I was like, oh fuck, this full 90s. Like it, it almost doesn't get more 90s than that, yeah, except for my, maybe Cool as Ice. That's my dad. I grew. I I remember, wow. I remember listening. That was like one of the first songs I remember hearing in the house because he would always because at that point, set adrift on memory bliss was on classic yeah. R&B radio. <laughs> Holy well, shit. That just it, this is a huge reveal we got on the show. I, I had no idea. Putting Andrew would shot out of his chair and broke a bunch of things if he heard that. <laughs> yeah, except Andrew would get all, every PM Dog song wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like, they did the show, right? No, that was Slick Rick. It's like he's going to have everything wrong. It's just like, well, end slick, of the road? Slick, no. Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh. <laughs> and Dougie Fresh, you're right. Who's basically my godfather because he my dad yeah because <laughs> my dad god damn and i pulled wow. that out of my ass because my my dad got him a record deal in the in the early 90s oh my and he, god. he 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 like bought me my first stroller doug's really? been my family for wait years. who is slick rick doug oh dougie Fre- okay because i was like slick rick. Didn't, they, slick rick. didn't they deport dougie Fre- i mean uh, slick rick at a point because of some murder some, charge there was something i don't want to get into i'm not trying to libel anybody <laughs> i i can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> yeah. i can't say shit there was there was something in the in the 90s about that and uh, that's why i was like really so and now that, slick rick has a is he living book. in your does he really yeah he turned no shit he turned he turned one of his songs that's literally like it's. I think it says children's story in the title. And oh, it's called it, a bedtime story. Or, yeah, he turned yeah. it into a bedtime story. That's hilarious. Wow. wow. I love stuff wow. like that. But yeah, that was my. I grew up listening to the Adams Family that movie is... soundtrack because I love those movies. And it wasn't until later in life that I realized because my dad never pointed it out. Yeah, I did the mm. soundtrack. I was like, you tell me now. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sure. Why not? That's, That's amazing. Yeah, that really is. I'm. My mind is blown. That's so funny. Enjoy so, your mind blow for a second. I mean, yeah. not that. Yeah, I think we're just gonna we're just gonna bask in that for a couple of minutes. So <laughs> yeah, if, wow. But I was wow. oh shoot the MGM thing. But like with with MGM, it's weird now because it is it's it it's sad to say it's a former shell of itself, but it really is. Like it's not the grand studio. You know, it seems like a studio that's in co-production with something. Yeah. yeah. It's always in co-production. Like, like the, they have the a dis- Hobbit dis- movies yeah, and everything it's else. Yeah, it's a distribution deal they yeah. get with a bigger studio. Like, Universal now has James Bond. and that's Or they're distributing James Bond. And that's that's the third time that's changed hands. Because when Casino Royale came out, it was Sony. And then yeah, moved over to Fox. it always been Sony for, from like... It was I don't know Sony what point that no happened. No Time to Die. No Time to Die is the new one under the distribution. Under yes. Universal? Oh, see, I thought, because Fox distributed, like, they reissued the, the movies on Blu-ray and everything. Well, so I with, think Fox had it for, oh, maybe it's just a physical distribution, not the theatrical? Well, yeah, with physical distribution, movies can go all over the place. Yeah. Like, um, I just noticed this recently. Um, don't ask me why I know this. It's only because I did some work for them. But the DVD for the for one of the last few Thomas movies that came out recently, like Thomas the Tank Engine, is distributed by Universal. But the property is owned by Mattel. And right. Mattel is then owned by uh, they own. I think I forgot who. I forgot who their main company is. But it's distribution for DVDs. I think Mattel's its handled, own thing. Yeah, I think you're right. Mattel's it, its own brand. Yeah. Yeah. They partner now. They're they, right. Mattel has partnerships with Disney and stuff. But they're. I think because um, I'm a big toy nerd. Uh, they wanted to – there's always talk about because Hasbro, like the rival company, has Marvel, Star Wars, and a lot of Disney properties. And there's – their contracts are kind of coming up. They renegotiated for a few more years, but it's undisclosed how many they're going to be around. But Mattel has a partnership with Disney, and they kind of want to get Star Wars, Marvel, and all their stuff under the Mattel banner. 
Yeah. So it's, it's they they have it's weird with DVD distribution though because like it can be anywhere. You could have a movie that's by Warner Brothers, but if you look on the bottom of the box, it's a Universal logo. Right. I think they have the monopoly. That well, just not. that that happened with um it was like Ace Ventura, Major League Two, like a bunch of True Romance, a bunch of them that were this production company called uh, Morgan Creek, which did a bunch of movies in the '90s that had to deal with Warner Brothers forever. But now they have a deal with Sony, so like for a while, all those movies were out of print and they were fetching big money, which is something I keep up on because i do pick up movies and flip them yeah. uh but uh they recently just sony put it out as all which is why like that quentin tarantino box set that you have like yeah. that went out of print in part supposedly because true romance is no longer warner Bros. property and the deal that was made for that set was to deal with warner brothers but uh, now that it's a sony deal if they were to put that box set is, out again how is true romance it, not a warner property anymore because it was morgan creek was the, the production company oh, behind it. Oh, so now... So now Sony has it, and Sony reissued a Blu-ray, just see, like the Ace Ventura and everything else. This but is all confusing. Int- yeah, it <laughs> is. Well, and what's the other Regency, I think, that did um, L.A. Confidential and uh, yeah, it was one of a bunch of other movies. Like, that used to be Warner Brothers, and now they're with, I think, Point Break is one of them, um, and now they're with uh, Fox, see, which I guess means Disney. So it's all over the road. You know, see, with that's weird, licensing. because now I'm like, so... Because... Tarantino's at Sony now. Once Upon a Time in right. Hollywood yes, is Sony. Yeah. So now I better get the best fucking Blu-ray of True Romance <laughs> ever, Quentin. I hope get on that well, shit. That's yeah. the thing. I don't know if they did a fresh master or anything or if they just took the master that was used for the... Doesn't he hate that movie one. too, actually? Or something uh, well, I mean, like he... I'm sure... He oh, what's his name? Why can't I remember his name? Tony uh, Scott. Thank you. Tony Scott probably d- put his you know, influence on it because he was the director. Quentin just wrote oh, it. Oh, that's right. He directed that. Right. And, and that's, uh, it's still not on... Um, it wasn't on Blu-ray by itself, right? For a while. It, it was for a long time. And then that box then set they, came out. But then now they don't make that, that Quentin Tarantino box that set anymore. that you have anymore. Now it fetches big money because I kept saying, I'm going right. to get it. I'm going to get it. And then something like this happens and it goes out of print. Which, by the way, that kind of piggybacks onto a subject that I figured we'd get to in the next couple of weeks. But everyone's getting in, you know, getting their, their panties in an uproar about the fact that, like, wait a minute, so when I buy something on Amazon, you're saying I don't own it? No, you don't. You're buying a temporary license. That's the same reason stuff jumps from, you know, like, the Back to the Future movies maybe on Netflix now, but they were on Prime Video before that. And, you know, stuff gets shuffled around yeah. all the time, which just goes back to what Jack and I were saying. Just buy the goddamn thing. You don't need yeah, to worry where like it's it, going to be. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the same thing with just, like, oh, you're saying I or can't watch digital Friends. Buy it through iTunes. Buy it through... Well, but that's it. See, if if it doesn't become available anymore, that's it. See, I don't know why I got all hundred years ago on you, but uh, yeah. I don't know. We're talking about Muppets and cartoons. <laughs> <I just> yeah. <laughs> so who cares? Everything's on the table. But uh, yeah, if you if you buy it digitally, I mean, I'm sure big properties like that aren't going to go away. But certain movies, when rights change hands, which which goes with what we were just talking about, stuff is unavailable. Like people, uh, same thing actually with uh, some Quentin movies because a bunch of the Miramax catalog for Blu-ray and DVD was just. Uh, bought by Paramount and they reissued a bunch of stuff so you couldn't get Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back you couldn't get the Scream movies you couldn't get Jackie Brown there were a bunch of movies that were fetching big money because everyone's like they're out of print they're out of print and people panic and especially now that people you know with the pandemic and not being able to get everything they want physical media sales have gone back up so people are looking to snap up these titles that they can't find on streaming that they realize they want to own, or people are just tired of the streaming, you know, stuff moving back and forth between services. I'm in that part. And, uh, yeah. Because yeah. so there are so many Paramount, services now, and it's it's impossible to juggle. I lost exactly. track. And well, you that's scroll it. through it for an hour, and you can't decide on anything to watch, and then you just wasted an hour of your life. Yeah. You're like, we, now I don't even want to watch anything now. Yeah, CBS All Access <laughs> is becoming Paramount+. Plus. Paramount, go fuck yourself, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but that's it. Like, now Jackie Brown is back on... Blu-ray and it's ten bucks, and but for a little while that was fetching forty dollars a copy what for used copies. Like, wow. while, while we're talking about rights, like I know that 
Lucasfilm produced the Indiana Jones movies, but Paramount's studio that distributed them. Right. So how does that work? I know they probably can't end up on Disney Plus because they're Paramount films. Aren't they on Disney Plus though? No, they're not. They've been on Netflix been for on, a while. Yeah, Netflix. They were on Hulu previously. Okay. So I don't know how that works though, because I know obviously if they end up making a fifth one, which I don't know if it's ever going to happen, that will be on Disney Plus. Probably it's, not. I, I don't know because like Lucasfilm Disney. I, the only way, I mean, I'm sure you could do a deep dive on the internet and find out exactly yeah. what it is. But at whatever point they end up doing a 4K release of the Indiana Jones collection, I think it's going to be under Paramount. Well, that's what I'm saying. I guess that's it. So maybe it's under Paramount and yeah, Disney just works. gets a cut of it because they own Lucasfilm. Because Lucasfilm, I don't know very how, much. Well, it's it's very interesting with with Indiana Jones is because they've had Disney. Disney's had the Indiana Jones rides and all that right. stuff now, yeah. and they own. I, I I wouldn't be surprised if they I have a feeling if they included with it with the Lucasfilm deal. Because I don't know because it makes me think that Paramount owns more of those movies than Lucasfilm because. You know, with Empire and Jedi back in the day, Lucas financed them himself and Fox distributed them. Right. But I think because, I mean, Lucasfilm was the production company behind um, all those films. Disney owns Indiana. Disney owns Indiana Jones. Yeah. There he is. Oh, I knew that. But like with the distribution of the first four films, like how does oh, that like work? Oh, like there's probably still deals in place. With Paramount or something like that. I feel Maybe like the for studio like the... was more into the financing and putting those movies together. And then it wasn't just Lucasfilm is doing these movies and then Paramount's distributing like they did with Empire or Jedi. How they had that with Fox? I, feel like I, I mean, studio involved, so to say. Maybe because you know now all the Star Wars movies are all Disney versions. You know that like the older movies. Now you buy it; it's got the you know the Walt Disney Studios or whatever on it on the physical copy, and uh, that might be the same thing. Maybe with Indiana Jones for now, they're not pulling like the current Blu-ray box set out of print. What is going on between the next studio and then there's the sirens outside? <laughs> if you want to give it a second, so you cut this part out, just let it pass. Okay. Sorry about that. No, 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 no. no you're fine. Fine. Listen, yeah. that's the joy of, of live. It's just so yeah. weird. Like, wow, there's a lot going on around us. Like, <laughs> like, we're we sitting be- here b- being nerdy about, like, rights and who owns what properties. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like, but it's a question. Honestly, that's why I'm happy to talk about this, because it is something people are wondering. And with this... It's a Again, clusterfuck. It Figure, is. Well, figuring pe- out rights is very, very difficult. People are yeah. making a, a big stink about this Amazon thing. Like, basically, you're buying a, a temporary license. If, am- if, the, if the movie or TV show is no longer sold or available through amazon if you bought it you no longer have it that's it you're basically buying a temporary license and people think they own it forever but the the easy way to explain it is it's the same reason stuff doesn't stay on one service for an extended period of time yeah that's why there are franchises that bounce around right exactly like the irishman will be on netflix forever because it's their movie or uh what else? Um, Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger shows. Things is go- only going to be on Netflix. Any of their original properties. Right. Yeah. I mean, may- the only caveat to that is maybe the, um, the the Marvel shows that were on Netflix, maybe at a point those mm. will like, the rights to that will revert to did. Disney. They already did, I think, this summer. But they're still available like on Netflix, though. Like I don't know if Disney's going to repurpose them because they're think... R-rated in well, some Netflix, capacity. I don't think it's going to take them down. I think Netflix invested way too much money for that. So mm. I think as far as the streaming, I think it's going to be ex- exclusively theirs. But I think we'll see the characters again in some other capacity. Right. So I think yeah, we'll sense. get them back. It's just going to be a minute. Yeah, it, it, that's what I'm saying. All, all this is, is complicated and it, it's something people are honestly talking about because they don't get like why stuff is not available. And there was... You know, particularly like with the, with the Miramax movies, there's a guy who I've, I follow on YouTube. It's a, it's a really good channel called Films at Home, where he was talking about Blu-rays that were fetching a lot of money. And uh, he said, Jackie Brown, he's like, look, Quentin Tarantino is one of the biggest directors around. Ever. He has an audience. Yeah, exactly. Like people will go to his movies. He's one of the few directors working now who people will go to a movie based on who the director is. And there aren't a lot of those. Uh, especially these days. And I say even the last 10 years, there haven't been very many, but Quentin Tarantino's name's on it. Yeah. It, it, 
it gets people's attention. He said one of his movies is not going to be unavailable forever. You don't need to pay a premium to buy this because at some point it's going to come back on Blu-ray. If you don't have it now, okay. Like if if you really need it, go ahead and buy it. But the truth is, someone else is going to release it. Sure enough, in I think it was around September, maybe early October. Yeah, they. Paramount dumped a bunch of them back on Blu-ray. You get a Scream box set. You can get Jackie Brown. You can get uh, a Kevin Smith three-pack with Clerks Chasing Amy and James Silent Bob Strike Back. It's like 15 bucks. So wow. there's a lot Little of stuff. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit in my <laughs> Blu-ray player. <laughs> in my digital. And, that's, and they come with digital copies, too, which because it's Paramount, it's only available on. Um, and those you own. Because those are like yeah, you, you can't direct, get rid of those. Those mm. direct to download them, to yeah. your computer. Or right. Well, that's it. You can literally download everything, so you have it available offline forever. Which is something people are are doing in light of this issue. You know, they're downloading them to their devices or saving them to a hard drive because. Oh, why so not? you all miss Blu-rays and DVDs now? Yeah. Uh, well, that's it. Like that's why I'm still in Jack crawling back. Yeah, Jack I and whole, I, were... I get the whole package if it's a movie I want. I get that digital code and Blu-rays, and that's it. That's it. I mean, that, Jack and I have been saying that. Like, I'm still I'm still a huge proponent of physical media. I will always buy that yeah. first, with a few exceptions. I bought some stuff digitally. If the Blu-ray is not great, um, yeah. you know, we talked about that somewhat recently. We're like, if if the Blu-ray doesn't have like a good transfer or doesn't have new features or anything like that but it's a catalog company who put it out and it's 20 bucks i'll buy it digitally when it's like five dollars because i'm not going to pay a premium price for an average product when yeah. i can get an equivalent for way less you gave me recently that copy of a uh, big trouble in little china because you got yeah. the upgraded version how is that for i haven't tr- watched it yet but how is the transfer of that because i was thinking it's about similar, buying it digitally it's similar to the transfer to. on which is one of the reasons i was like okay i kind of bought it for the features which i'm sure i'm not going to watch most of the features more than once yeah i'm sure in a day i'll just sit and watch two discs worth of big trouble in little china features and then maybe won't revisit them that's <laughs> me with uh maximum overdrive because uh, yeah vestron Vestron just did a re-release of that. I don't know if it's a remaster. I don't think it is. I think it's literally a copy. Over I, I don't know. It, funnily enough, I was looking into Little Monsters, and then I saw it popped up on Netflix. I'm like, I guess I'll wait on the Little Monsters Blu-ray, which will go out of print in but six weeks. But the features on that Blu-ray are incredible. Like, yeah. There are some things yeah. in there that I never knew about Maximum Overdrive. Because that is, I don't care what anyone says, that is one of my top ten movies Ever. Yeah, you got a thing with vehicular death. I love movies. it. We, we, I love it. We well, talked about first, that after after well, the last show. Off, <laughs> just the idea of Stephen King making a movie coked out of his mind is just what? Uh, yeah, I'm like, how does that not get your attention? Like, come on. Like, There's... forget the vehicle thing because I love that corny little subgenre. Stupid <laughs> question. Did he direct it? <laughs> yes, he directed and wrote it. It's yeah. the only time he's ever. Oh, done it. Oh my god. And I knew bro, he was fucked up when he was writing it. Have you, have you seen <laughs> no. Maximum Overdrive? No, I haven't, but now I want to. Bro, if you watch Maximum Overdrive, <laughs> you're going to see exactly what the fuck I'm talking about on screen. All right. Like, when I say coked out Stephen King, I, I'm going to show I'm you still in a horror mood. I watched all the Halloween movies this past weekend just for no reason. They're oh on AMC God. all weekend. So bad. I, lo- <laughs> I love Halloween 4 so much. Well, that one I need to rewatch. But like we watched, we'd never seen 6. And we Six watched was a it piece on, of shit. What channel was that? Yeah, yeah AMC. It was, it's terrible. AMC, that's right. You just said it. Halloween um, 4 is so fucking good. I love it. But 5 was really stupid. Five 6 sucked. was awful. Yeah. <laughs> Although, again, we want... Well, that sucked. <laughs> which one's got Buster Rhymes in it? Halloween <laughs> Resurrection. <laughs> which is, By the way, we watched Halloween H2O. What a fucking snooze fest that oh, was. Oh, man. Sherry boring. hates that. That's her least favorite so Halloween movie. so fucking boring. Which is Nothing saying something. Nothing happens in that movie. For Halloween Resurrection is just dumb yeah. because it's got Buster Rhymes trying to, like, kung fu kick Michael Myers. It's so dumb. <laughs> um, but entertaining uh, for what it is. Oh, like, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I, I want to watch it for that reason yeah. just because I saw it in 2002 when it came on DVD and haven't seen it since. This <laughs> is the lead truck 
in Maximum Overdrive. Green Goblin? And, and it has a Green Goblin face <laughs> yeah. on it. When oh, Stephen King man. asked, when was Stephen King ACDC's was asked on the soundtrack too? They <laughs> did the whole soundtrack. <laughs> What's that to love? Yeah. I mean, there's like five new songs and five classic ACDC songs. <laughs> my, one of my... But who made who They all sound the same. So. Do, you, do any of you How know who you? the Nostalgia Critic is? Oh, yeah. Fans? Yeah. I used to love his videos, and his review of this is one of my has one of my favorite moments in a review because when that credit pops up of ACDC, it goes hallelujah, hallelujah. <laughs> 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 but dude, this movie's batshit. If you uh, haven't it's, watched it's it, great. it's a good time. I haven't seen it in years, but that I've like that's one it. I'll pick up because I think it's like ten bucks. Like yeah. Vestron, the Vestron video releases aren't uh, that pricey. Ten, fifteen bucks. Like I'd totally just buy is, that. We're speaking about rights. Vestron video. How is that place went out of business? What thirty years ago? Well, the video yeah. store. Well, oh. no, it was a video. It was a VHS label. Um, oh, they, well, they, they distributed the, um, their the own Netflix stuff. The Netflix show, the movies that made us. I watched that about Dirty Dancing. And oh, that was like yeah. the movie that they financed and put together. And then everything oh, yeah. else was like. That's right. Movies like Little Monsters was like mm-hmm. the next thing they followed that up with. Like they had this roaring success and they had these awful movies. Where, like, <laughs> <laughs> I find that hilarious that they couldn't follow up Dirty Dancing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, could you imagine? Like that's, that's one that. Uh, People would be all over like if it gets a good. I remember people going crazy for that on DVD when we were. Well, this is before you worked in the the big box store with me, but uh, when that came on DVD, that I think it was Artisan was the company that owned it I at the time. I bought that as a Christmas gift. People I think I bought that for my mom for Christmas, and that it was a always pain in the ass sold. To try to find. Yeah, that because it was like ten bucks. That was like a budget title, which yeah. was weird. But just to have it on DVD, that one was always sold out, especially because it was cheap. And I thought, wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Yeah, I bought, um, I bought that like Christmas 2003 for my mom because that's one of her favorite movies, and it was like a struggle to find this movie. It's Went to a Walmart, Target, Circuit City, <laughs> Best Buy. Where, like, it's yeah, the, you know what it is the the technical merits. Uh, looking at the review for that Maximum Overdrive Blu-ray, it looks like yeah, the features are are loved, but the video is not. They didn't do like a 4K scan or scan the negative or something like that for it. So I think it's of, I think that's it's one of the films master. where the negatives lost, unfortunately, because I think that was one of those things, one of those cases where. Because it happened with a lot of music, but a lot of films were lost in the in the Universal fires too. Yeah, so yeah, that's true. Do, so Blu-ray and DVD copies of certain movies—that's just all we got. Right. Yeah. You just have whatever transfer exists, and you can only beef that up so much. Exactly. So unfortunately, yeah. and I heard rumors actually. Um, I don't know if that channel addressed this, but Disney wasn't going to be doing physical media anymore. It was just going to be digital disney has said that that's a rumor they're not saying that they won't be doing any physical media i mean right now they're all their eggs are in the disney plus basket because make no mistake disney and universal make the majority of their money at the parks that's where they make their bread and butter it ain't movies movies are nothing to you know nothing to uh count out of the equation because they still i think they made 11 billion or something like that in in 2019 it's a lot of money they had a huge haul (laughs) and uh but the fact that they said we're not doing physical media anymore just isn't true because the the big argument that I noticed that people were doing online, particularly film nerds and physical media nerds, is because they did a fresh scan of the classic film, True Lies, and <laughs> it's waiting on James Cameron's approval, which you've been in quarantine and you only make – well, I mean, I realize you're working on Avatar sequels nobody's asked for, but he literally just <laughs> needs to watch it and sign off on it, and that's it. Take two and a half hours, watch the goddamn thing, give notes about what you'd change, yeah, or sign off and year. release it, because it never <laughs> came on Blu-ray. Like, I stole my True Lies DVD, and – it's never and same thing with Strange Days actually is another one like that's been on DVD but you can't get you can't about, even and rent the Abyss that. also right and the Abyss never came on Blu-ray exactly so there are movies of his Which, that movie's the equivalent of Nyquil Holy <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that in ninth grade we were watching it in science class and I literally was like <laughs> well <laughs> oh my god 
god. That's yeah, excellent. That's, <laughs> you're right. I I've mean, never heard a movie in the way, referred to as nightclub. In the way Avatar is headache-inducing <laughs> with all the CG. It's like an urban yeah. water. Just, I thought, like, this is going to be great. It's going to be like Terminator. It's the most boring. It's nothing like yeah. Terminator. I will hand it to that guy. He doesn't do the same movie yeah. twice. I'll, I'll say that. Like, but you can't like, look at Piranha 2 and Terminator 2 and say, this is totally the same guy. Nope. I get that, but you can make a movie exciting. <laughs> oh, I agree. No, it is, I don't want to say self-indulgent, but it's a different type of sci-fi. I mean, compared to the stuff, like, whether it's Aliens or the Terminator movies, yeah. you would think, oh, okay. You would think this guy's going to make something compelling. I think that was mainly made just to kind of show off what kind of technology he was I agree with, with that. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think so. It's like a teaser for Terminator 2. Like, look what we got coming. Didn't, yeah. Didn't it win yeah. an Academy Award for VFX? Probably. Probably. Yeah, Let's say yes. That sounds like that's accurate. <laughs> but yeah, that was the big one people were worried about because they're like, we never got a Blu-ray of True Lies. And I think it's available you know, to buy digitally. But same thing. It's an old master. It's the same one they use and they broadcast it on... TV. It's on TV all the time. Yeah, it's I mean, it's never on cable, and that's another yeah. gripe people have. It's one of those movies like you'll never find on HBO. It's just, I mean, once in a while it'll pop yeah, it's on up. AMC or right, all the time. edited to shit because yeah. it's an R-rated movie, and there's a good. I mean, there's not a ton of violence. It's not like super yeah. bloody that, or anything. That strip tease with Jamie Lee Curtis is cut down. <sighs> there's Man. no point in watching movies like that on yeah. network TV. Well, yeah, I always find that funny. It's just like you know, Saturday and Tommy Central, you know, Tommy Boy and Black Sheep double feature. Like, who wants to watch edited versions of these movies? Or like Beverly Hills Cop Marathon. Who wants to watch those movies? He's cut yeah. to shit. Like, Look, why would you bother? I know you clown me over the killer vehicle thing, okay? But no, he, not at but all. But hear me out. Okay. <laughs> AMC butchered Christine the last time I watched it on TV. I was so fucking mad. Because it was, it was an edit that affected the pacing. And uh. I'm fine with movie edits for TV. I understand it. I know this fucking standards. But if you're going to fuck with a film's pacing, that's a big fucking no-no. Yeah. then you affect the legacy of that movie. Right. Like I, I agree with that. And, and I understand it because, Christine, there's a lot of unnecessary cursing. Just bleep it out. Do whatever you got to do. But don't cut key scenes out and chop it. It's I, I literally yeah. had this discussion Editing for time, yeah. That's something uh, that I feel like a lot yeah. of movies fall apart, too. And AMC is usually allowed to do... Whatever the fuck. They Whatever want. the fuck they want. Exactly. I mean, they there are curses and The Walking Dead and other shows that they put on there, Breaking Bad. So they're they're allowed to do a little more than other networks butcher, seem to be able to, but but, but at the same time, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like films, but then they're going to know just well. edit for time. Yeah, yeah. the thing that's not used worth to be it. Their bread and butter and now they treat like shit. I find that yeah. hilarious. Yeah, secondary to you know three Walking Dead shows. I guess. I mean, I yeah. don't know. I don't, well, four if you want to include Talking Dead. <laughs> well, two now. Isn't the main Walking Dead ending? No. No, they're no, it's, they're, they're going to go to like season eleven. Last I checked. Yeah, there's like two more to go. I thought they announced it was ending. Like they announced yeah, that it's going to in like end, two more seasons. I think it's going to be oh, two more they, seasons. Uh, oh, okay. But dude, they're going to drag them out because that was yeah. one of the the points of contention with. Um, I don't remember so much the creators. I know the actors were a little annoyed because they did the last season of Mad Men, and they split it into two separate calendar years where they aired the season as part one, part two on AMC. So they will stretch shit out. They did out. that with Breaking Bad also. Did they do that with Breaking Bad? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's one of those things where actors are just like, we did the show, and now it's two years since we shot it, and now it's finally getting aired. You know, the, the finale is finally ending. Um, but I don't know if that's something that the creators have control over or if ultimately it's like a network that says, yeah, we're going to stretch this out. But it's The Walking Dead thing. will end in like four years because they're going to stretch out the you know, seasons 10 and 11. Yeah. Season 11. I know. Up well, they'll just yeah, the fact they'll do they spun 16 off. episodes and they'll do eight each yeah, over the a course year. of... Yeah, yeah, right. Well, I mean, it, they just launched a new show, so they're not quite ready to give up on an idea that's... Yeah, I was just shocked watching I don't know. TV this weekend because I hadn't watched AMC in a while. Like, why isn't the main Walking Dead on? Why are all the spinoffs on? Now? Right. I know it had something to do with the pandemic, but I'm like, the fall was like Walking Dead time. 
When right. Well, yeah. Well, I th- obviously yeah. Pr- production was halted. I don't think they've gone back yet. I'm actually surprised some of the shows that have gone back. Like apparently, I just found out last night there's a a trailer for the new season of Blacklist. I didn't even know they went back into production. Like I've heard of a, a couple of shows that have that are being really strict, um, including at one of my old employers, the studio I work for in California, which shall remain nameless. But they had a couple of shows that have started filming where it's you know socially distanced. Everybody gets tested on a daily basis. The actors wear masks until they're on camera. So there are productions that have steadily come back, and everybody has a co- you know like a couple of COVID compliance officers to make sure. Everything's being conducted safely, Small but like I, army. I didn't know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. I didn't know that. Like that was a show that was back to filming already. I mean, I didn't watch the trailer yet because I fucking love the Blacklist, the only network show I watch anymore. But it, it was really Do surprising because so much stuff has been shut down. So I guess Walking Dead's going to be coming back. Oh, I guess it will. The ba- yeah, it, it'll come it, out. I, I would figure Atlanta has to have pretty loose restrictions considering you know state to state. <laughs> Let's be honest. There's a lot of variance on uh, enforcement or. COVID-related regulations, I should say. Yeah. Do any of you follow, like, Tyler Perry at all? Or to see what, what he does as far as a producer? Because what he's been doing is interesting. He basically locked down his, his film studio. Mm-hmm. And because he has literally his own private back lot that he built. Funny in, story. In, in, the company I worked for before the pandemic, where I, before I got let go, we actually got Tyler Perry's studio in Atlanta as, like, a contract to, like, move people around with, uh, with busing. No, oh. yeah, mm. okay, that's funny. Yeah. But they turned the the houses like a big that were there us, into, and then it just, you know, the world into housing for the crew, and they they, oh, that's awesome. they shoot all the stuff on site. So they do all the COVID. Te- basically, it turns into camp for six weeks at a time. That's pretty sweet. I'd love to that be on a production fun. that yeah. turns. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of what yeah. a film is. You know, people basically work in one look i mean if it's shot in a, a central location you're there yeah. for six eight weeks or you know maybe a month depending on how but big they it bring is like food trucks in it's like that's literally amazing. they lock it down because you're not allowed to leave right well that's a dude see i have a lot of as much as his stuff isn't for me <laughs> no i get that it's, it's <laughs> I, I, I have a lot of respect yeah i have a ton of respect, respect for, for what he's done. he's brought the, he, he's helped attract the industry to atlanta like the the larger tv and, and film industry yeah, as a whole of movies filming there exactly they alternate between atlanta and london um yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously he's created a job there. There was a dude who I uh, drove, you know, drove around Los Angeles and Uber who was um, I picked up. He was filming. Uh, he had a recurring role in Lethal Weapon, the Lethal Weapon TV series. And uh, he lives in Tennessee. He won't move out to California. This was really interesting. It actually was very it kind of played into my decision to move back from Jersey. This is something I haven't talked about yet. But um, at that point, I was kind of on the fence of whether or not I was going to stay in California. This is I'm going to say like fall of 2017. So about a year before I left, and um, he lives in Tennessee. He flies out and stays for a couple of weeks because Lethal Weapon, a show, like an hour-long primetime show, will shoot over the course of a week, you know, long days. But an episode is basically turned around in, in five, six days. So he would be out there for a couple of weeks. He'd rent a place, and then he'd fly home to Tennessee where he has a house. And he would do the same thing in Atlanta. And he got roles and was working in all these films and TV shows in Atlanta. That's how he got into Screen Actors Guild. And then he was able to get rolls out in california and he had casting agents ask him if you were a regular on a show you know as opposed to recurring if it was like a long term like full like eight nine months of production would you move out here because obviously if you're local a lot easier to justify casting you and he said well i own a home where i am and he said i can live for a third of what it would cost for me to live out here you know where i am like you can't i can't get a I can't rent for uh, you know, like three times my mortgage. That's just unrealistic. Um, but he said, I would move out here for the stretch. Like, I will fully live here for the time the show's in production. 
And a lot of people do that. So when I mentioned him about like, well, I'm considering moving back to the East Coast and seeing, you know, everything because it's, it's diminishing returns staying out here. It's expensive and I'm tired of just true. treading water. And he was like, dude, do it. Because, you know what, if if That's you get to a point where you build does. up. That's oh, yeah? The, yeah. The the two lead guys, I think, live in Texas. Show shot in Canada. Right. Yeah. They're, they're in just, Vancouver, I think. Yeah. And uh, yeah. It's, it's better to live where you want to live because Hollywood will come calling if you're well that's it like and even just when it comes to the opportunity to make yourself available especially in the era of airbnb it's like why not you can rent a place just short term you don't need to necessarily live there and like i would work i don't know that i could live out in california again (laughs) just because the the city of la and specifically um aside from just well i mean the the pricing alone which is a whole other whole other thing i don't want to get on a soapbox about that rather get on a soapbox about good things like the muppets but I uh, I would certainly go out there for the sake of work if something came up or if there was an opportunity or some long term. Like, yeah, I would live out there in the short term. As far as full on moving out there, I don't know. You, and somebody you've been like there, Paul, you've been there, done that. I twice, no less. Yeah. Like, I spent eight years. I spent you know over a, a quarter, about a quarter at this point. Okay, closer to twenty percent of my life living out there. So I mean, that's a chunk. Yeah. And there are people. I'm look. I'm not putting myself in the same category as Paul Rudd, but like, dude lives in New York. And he still gets work. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm him, and I'm uh, in demand like that dude. But like, there are people who just don't live out there. Which I thought, wow, here's a guy who's from Tennessee was able to work. You know, Atlanta's reasonable. You know, it's drivable, and is able to stay there, work, and then at a point when he you know moved up the ladder. He was able to go out and get cast in things in California and said, you know what, I'll be out here if they need it. And now, sure, because you can get a place short term and it's no yeah. problem. And every that's the whole thing that's going on in California. It's separate uh, discussion, but everybody's buying up stuff because they know they can rent it for a lot of money. Nobody's living there. <laughs> They're just not selling their places. They're moving like Portland or Austin. But smart move. Yeah. Anyway, uh, well, before we wrap up here, uh, I would like to take a moment to call attention to my shirt. I want to celebrate tacos. Tacos are nice every day. Uh, Not fish tacos. That's another show. But we do want to call out uh, my sister for getting this is one of my birthday gifts along with now this is an official Taco Bell shirt. I I just noticed the bell on the bottom. I just noticed that too. I get a box in the mail from Taco Bell, and I'm like, like, it's it's not that the box has the logo, but it's frozen cheesy fiesta potatoes. That wouldn't be my first thought. I'd be like, first off, Taco Bell in the mail just sounds all kinds of wrong (laughs) because it's just like it better be cold. I gotta heat this shit up. Yeah, dry ice. It's (laughs) it's one of those things. Like I I just heard about. Like, well, you probably know. Well, you definitely know because you were there working in part. Like the movies pop up. You can order the movies menu through Gold Belly, and a bunch of people have meals on there. You can order prepared meals that are, are safely packed and shipped to you that you can then heat up or prepare in some capacity at home. So I thought, does Taco Bell have something like that? Who the fuck is sending me a taco box of Taco Bell? Like, I have them here. I got like three within 20 minutes. Yeah. I could I could take care of my own Taco Bell, thank you very much, even though I'm grateful. I don't want to seem ungrateful. Um, but it wasn't that the logo was on the box. It was on the tape that taped the box. It was this white tape with the bell on it. And I'm thinking, what the hell is this? Anyway, so my sister got me this shirt. Which I want to call attention to because it's very 80s. So she knew it would definitely, of course, be my thing. Very cheap trick. It, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this is a shirt that would have been worn in, in uh, It's Only Love video. It's yeah. <laughs> circa the doctor era of cheap trick. Scott but um, and, and the other gift was, and this is amazing. If you didn't know there was official Taco Bell merchandise, I highly recommend it because it's the only fast food, frankly, I'm indulging in these days. Yeah. More Same here. since they the got, pandemic. Like, pajama sets that are matching. Well, <laughs> this this is the best possible gift. Much as I love this shirt, the best gift that she got me is this 
it's almost like a micro fleece blanket. It's so goddamn soft. It's the burrito wrapper. It's printed just like the wrapper. Oh, where oh my God. The corners fold and tells you it's like shredded chicken burrito, you know, bean burrito, seven layer burrito. Oh God, that's awesome. And uh, Sherry's stealing it. So unfortunately, I'm not even using it. But it's it's the coolest thing, and I did not know such a thing existed. Otherwise, I would have bought I didn't it for myself. That existed either. I know they had the, the pajamas, like right. that have like tacos all over them. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I think you get like a kind of a pair of them. Yeah, I think you get like a onesie. You know that yeah, kind of thing. Like there are onesies. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I and saw them like a, on a Facebook ad. I was like, I need this. Yeah, I need tacos on my pajamas. It's yeah. one of the things I heard about, and I said, wow, that's really cool, but it's something I wouldn't have thought to buy for myself, and that's the How exact genius. Stuff. Get somebody. It's genius. Yeah. yeah. Well, who knew there, were, there would be a market for Well, Taco Bell. Because everybody loves Taco Bell. Yeah. Even though I hate them right now. I'm, we're breaking up. Because after. they got rid of the they Mexican pizza? Rid. Are you one of those hardliners? No, the cheesy them? fiesta potatoes are gone. My wife, oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That and the Baja Blast. I, I got a quesarito. Oh, really? Baja Blast is going? Son of a bitch. That's what I'm hearing. They got rid of shredded chicken. They got rid of the Mexican the pizza. I got one on like Quesarito's a Monday, gone. and then like Thursday, my wife and I went, and it was gone, and she was so like, she had a rough day at work, so like, I just want a oh. quesarito, and I'm like, uh, there's oh, no more quesarinos. I'm so, so sorry. Like, the, I was like, yeah, I don't want to tell her I got, got one on the, Monday. The whole goddamn I, menu was just gone. Like, yeah, I, yeah the, Sherry's too. And I have a hard enough time sometimes with that. I'm like, uh, what do I normally get? Um, yeah. There's so many things. I don't know what to do. Sherry's go-tos were always Mexican pizza and seven-layer burrito, and the Mexican pizza is now gone. Like yeah. The one we have been going to, it's... They, it's still on the, the menu plaque, crap. but it's but got the, a sticker on it that says like, sold out. Sorry, we're done. Yeah. They have this like, lame excuse. They got rid of all the potatoes. They're like, oh, we're trying to make it better for our workers and our customers. And like, what sense does yeah, getting like, rid of potatoes this, make? This, yeah. this isn't something anyone was crying out for. Like, yeah. man, can you overhaul the Taco Bell menu, please? Yeah. Well, and get rid of the, the signature items? There is a legit potato shortage going on right now. Is so there I really? Think, yeah, so I think that that's probably the contributing factor to it. Hmm. Well, there's no is, potatoes in seven-layer burrito, which though. Which is worrisome because... McDonald's is still putting out the same. Yeah, I don't see anybody else getting rid of potatoes. Just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just Taco does Taco Bell. Bell like know something the rest of the world doesn't? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, McDonald's is putting all the potatoes into fries and shakes, and they're like, yeah, you know, like yeah. we got <laughs> who? The potatoes is people. <laughs> <laughs> Soylent cheesy potatoes. Yeah, I, who knew? Coming twenty twenty one. I don't know. Maybe it's just their suppliers. I, who knows? I, I don't know, but I'm telling you, it, don't it's, they have nacho fries still? Like isn't that still a thing? Thank uh, God, it, it, no. It uh, yeah, was, and then know. it was gone, and then it came back shortly. And yeah, then I think fries with again. a bit of seasoning on them. Like, yeah, that was the break. worst thing, Taco Bell. Yeah, ever I was like, this added. is underwhelming. Yeah, nah, it, man. Like they, they had them once. I was like, give me the cheesy Fiesta potatoes back. Yeah. <laughs> I must have gotten them like the first week that they started doing them because. For whatever reason, they gave me the wrong order, and they gave me seven of these motherfuckers. Whoa. So Whoa. I, I walked away with seven of them, and, and I was like, uh, this was an accident. And they're like, just keep them because we can't do anything with them. Right. So, if you give them back, they're going to throw them out anyway. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I, I went to my friend's house, gave them all out. Every single one of us got sick. Really? Yeah. That's probably, one of those anecdotal, like, I can't eat Taco yeah. Bell stories. Yeah. Wow. See, I've never happened to me. I could still eat Taco Bell. Taco Bell makes me feel good. It's McDonald's I'll mm-hmm. eat when I want to Me too. When Ma- I McDonald's feel like almost shit. killed me two years yeah. ago. <laughs> McDonald's almost killed me two years ago. It was bad. I was out uh, doing an errand, and I, my wife and I were going, uh, were going to drop off a, a cable box from our old apartment. And it was across town, and I went and got McDonald's because it was the quickest thing. On the way home, my stomach starts turning in a way it's never turned before. And I'm, like, rushing home on the parkway thinking I'm going to shit up my car. My brand new car I've had for about three months. And I'm like, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to have to replace upholstery. I literally ran into the house. I lost a flip-flop on the way to the steps and just died for an hour and a half. 
Oh. Fuck McDonald's. Yeah, I actually ended up in the ER after a McDonald's meal, too. Yeah. Really? Yeah, yes, I remember year. that, yeah. I had, a, I had a double quarter pounder with cheese and french fries, and uh, I got some sort of like gastritis or something, and uh, it felt like my, uh, my my gallbladder, they had to check it out at the hospital, make sure my gallbladder wasn't right. going, and it was like a rock sitting in my oh, stomach. Like, good God. Yeah, I literally that's like, the only I... way I could explain it, like literally a stone just it, sitting that's there. That's what it was. It was what just like, like, turning, like shit. right behind. <laughs> yeah. Wow, nicely done. Yeah. And I started like sweating and my heart was pounding and I'm like, yeah. what the fuck is going on here? And it was the same meal that like, I would I've always get McDonald's as a kid. before. The two cheeseburger meal. I just got a yeah. two cheeseburger meal and a four piece McNugget and then just death. Yeah. See, it's I didn't learn my lesson though. I still yeah. eat there. I mean, then, Ugh. I I can't thing. do it anymore. I my mom has apologized to, for me for this on countless occasions cuz she used to down those motherfucking French fries when she was pregnant with me. Aww. I love those fries, and it sucks it. how much I love them. <laughs> yeah. I literally had some before I came here, and I'm really mad about it. The fries are an addiction. They are. You're, you're contributing to the fries. I just, I just yeah. know what they do now. We yeah. did. We hit up the drive-through the other week because Sherry was just craving McDonald's fries, so we actually did stop and just get fries and that was yeah. it oh i'm sorry i did get a thing of nuggets because i said okay those are benign enough that they're like, nuggets are still good they're nothing nothing compared to wendy's i would get the craving two true. or three times a year i get no cravings anymore I'm like that did it for me did wendy's me chicken in. nuggets are the best known wendy's demand, chicken nuggets but... are the absolute best yeah yeah wendy's i will go to them if, if i feel like a chicken sandwich or something like that but otherwise it's all taco bell and i think taco burger bell is king makes me sad you go for their burger king drive through like i went there to get the impossible whopper last year mm-hmm it makes me sad. It's like this is like depressing. Just yeah, the Burger, Burger Kings King. are shutting down left and right. Yeah, like yeah. they're just like so void of just I'm, everything. I still, they're I still not, they're love not that them. busy. My double whopper though. Like well, um, anyone that works there doesn't really give a shit. Yeah, they yeah. don't. Like, they don't care. We'll find a fast food yeah. restaurant where anybody, where anybody really gives, gives a shit. Well, yeah. gives a shit yeah. in the sense of my Taco Bell does, except for like Chick Fil A. Corporate actually enforcing standards because it's the craziest thing because you can go to different. Burger Kings, and depending on which one you go to, you get a vastly different experience. You yeah. go yeah. to one that's perfect. Yeah. You go to one that's whole. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah and no. you're right. That's that's fair. But it's just sad. Like there's not even like you sit in the menu. Like man, back when I was a kid, Burger King was hopping. There was a Burger King Kids Club. There was this. Yeah, there was, yeah. There was nothing. You're right. It's just. There's yeah. not a draw. I mean, the Impossible Whopper's a draw, certainly. I mean, I've gone there a couple of times. I mean, they've resulted to, to, like, hot dogs and tacos. Like, I don't go to Burger King oh, for hot dogs and yeah. tacos. I can't imagine those are any good. I never had them when I, I had, was eating red meat. But... I had one. I felt guilty. Yeah. I went to Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, I think, I think... I felt like I was cheating on my wife. <laughs> I was like, I'm sorry, Taco honey. Bell is wifey, so... Yeah. This I'm is true. Taco yeah. Bell is wife yeah. material. Ta- Taco yeah. Bell is going to have to take a long, hard look in the mirror, though, and figure out if, if this is the road it wants to go down with revamping its menu, especially now that weed is legal in New Jersey, you're you're cheating yourself. You're yeah. literally leaving just money bring, on the table. You are advertising just bring every back day the fucking on potatoes. Central. Just bring back the every, potatoes. That's, that's all I ask of you. Yeah. Well, potatoes, and the Mexican pizza, and sour cream. Yeah. That's all we need. Yeah, quesarito. How hard is quesarito? Also, and the Baja Blast. Yeah, yeah. Just bring don't back everything. Ever, yeah. <laughs> just don't fuck with the menu. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know how I'm going to feel fucking formula. Just a regular coat. I love me some Baja Blast. Like I go there to get Baja Blast. Yeah, I won't get any other soda. Like it's always Baja Blast. Yeah, totally. And if my wife out, gets a I'm diet always... Pepsi, I'm like, you're crazy. I'm getting done. And getting I don't drink black. like Mountain Dew any other time. But Never. Like that's... I will say the best place to get soda, soda, like Pepsi, Fountain, Coke, 
and fountain. Yeah, McDonald's for whatever for whatever reason. Really? Yeah, they're McDonald's. Their soda, fountain soda. There's something, yeah, there's something, about, something about, about it, it. About it. It's, and it won't it's kill movie you. Theater quality. Yeah. Huh? It's it's He's the right. That probably won't kill me. So there's that. something with the syrup. I, I heard a story about this. There's it's something like that an they exclusive do. deal. Like yeah. really, like an exclusive version. It's still marketed as regular Coke and and Diet Coke and right. Pepsi, mm-hmm. but it's there's a noticeable difference. There is. Interesting. Agreed. Put like Jaeger in it or something. Yeah, opiate in it. Yeah, something about the syrup that they use. It's different than anywhere yeah. else. Yeah, because yeah, the movie theaters even are just like great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll agree yeah. with that. The fountain yeah. drinks at movie theaters are definitely a lot better than. Yeah. Yeah. Ever since those freestyle machines came in, I, I feel love like that the freestyle the machines. Yeah, They're I really my feel favorite like... thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, I love the modern movie theater. It, like it I do too. Yeah. I... Like it's one of the few things I'm like truly, truly miss. From the before times. The yeah. B- the before but, times yeah. is what we shall call them. But, but when you say the before times, you have to do yeah. the the, 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 the sad, yeah. I want seven pounds of popcorn and a cherry lime Coke from that freestyle machine. Yeah. And I'm a 55-gallon drum I've of cherry lime Coke. Let yeah. me tell you so some my, shit. My brother-in-law, I have to tell you about this. When we went to the movies and saw Captain Marvel, he bought a big bucket of popcorn and stuck like straws in them and just like held his hand down into the butter. Oh, yeah. And it was just like, dude, that's going to like go through he's like i don't care that's that's and he had the trick two cher- he had two strawberry fantas also yeah because he's spanish he's like i'm spanish i gotta have so strawberry you gotta get fantas. the butter down <laughs> to the bottom that's that's how you well, have to do it. do it you get the straws you stick them in yeah you, you like i've never seen yeah. a human being do this before it was like arm well, was like this on the butter what uh <laughs> like, jen and i used to do is she would bring uh one of those like gallon freezer bags and we would dump half of it into the bag Butter the bottom of half of the popcorn, dump the rest in, and then butter the See, top. See, you guys again. are smart because I would always pay for half-eaten popcorn. Yeah. Or- <laughs> <laughs> My wife, we went with Andrew one time, and she just threw it out. It was like a, a big bag of popcorn. I, she I had a quarter of it and threw it away. That. He's like, "What?" <laughs> do you know? I'm He's not, like, "I'll eat that out of the garbage. I'm I don't not, give a shit." I'm not proud of this. Okay, guys, I want to preface this with this: when they announced movie theaters opened up, I didn't buy a ticket. I literally went to the theater and I got myself a large thing of popcorn and a soda. And I left. listen. Yeah. It's, it's good a, for you. It's yeah. everybody's seeking comfort. I mean, we've talked about that repeatedly. I like do we, not blame you. We've put on weight because we're just, you know get, getting our comfort from food, and that's one of them. Let me tell you. Yeah, theaters are doing walking that to out go of the theater with movie theater popcorn and trying not to eat it the whole way home. You can go home and watch <laughs> oh, a movie. Forget it. It's naughty all over the car. It feels it's, naughty and wrong. But it's like, I, I like saw, skipping school. Like, I saw like, an article yeah. that theaters are doing like to go like sodas and popcorns because people want it right i'm down for yeah. that yeah i still say we all go in on a, on a theater rental amc's doing it now too you can rent a theater and pick from certain movies for like 99 bucks but i need, said we should do that for back to the future i'm like a minimum of 20 people that's fine yeah we, i, I could come up with 20, 20 people. people yeah why not mm-hmm. They're crazy. like for a hundred that's five bucks a head like we can get yeah. enough people be like let's kick it. i don't care if yeah. i pay for you know someone else like I'll throw in forty dollars of the hundred. Like we, I yeah. watch Back to the Future on the big screen right now in a in a private you that know would have safe been the 35th environment. Anniversary. Absolutely, we would have seen it in the theaters this year for the thirty fifth. Yeah, anniversary. Oh, let's God, not talk about it. Okay. Yeah, let's. <laughs> My heart hurts. So There's bad. a couple of anniversaries we're missing, and I'm just yeah. Like, true Lies twenty fifth anniversary, which wouldn't have happened, but it would have been nice. <laughs> but yeah, there's a couple. You could still go see um, Empire some, Strikes Back, which I missed fucking Muppet movies in, in theaters because of this bitch. Oh, uh, you know what? I I gotta say that was uh, my birthday gift, which was awesome. There's a I can't recall the name of the farm. I wish I could. I think it's Demarest Farms, which is up in uh, Hills. Is it Hillsdale? I want to say Hilldale North Jersey. Where we live. I know. Well, that's what I kept saying. It's just like Hillsdale. This is where we're gonna live. Um, 
Because <laughs> my girlfriend kept calling it Hillside, which is the house my parents lived in when I was born, which is near Newark. And I was like, we're not going to Hillside. We're definitely going the opposite direction. It don't look like Newark. But um, anyway, they were doing uh, – because the farm isn't open – fully like the shops and everything you know they need to make up a little bit of money so they were actually doing outdoor screenings of movies and it was god i can't remember the exact date but they did an outdoor screening of the Bubba movie that she surprised me with and i was happy just to be able to do it we saw it last year when amc or actually i guess fathom did like a two-day event we saw in theater but still just seeing that up on screen and the people who brought their kids was just bring it excellent yeah, yeah it was it was so awesome and i think I, amc man. and most movie theater chains really really screwed the pooch on not doing their own fucking drive-ins in the parking lots of the theaters. I agree. Like, cause, I, they, I would think there could have been something that could have been done. I don't know. Because a lot of AMCs, a lot of AMCs and a lot of Cinemarks have their own buildings dedicated to being theaters. Yeah. Mm. And the cool thing about the AMC that I used to go to, which was in Freehold, was in front of it, there was a huge parking lot. But also on the sides. Yeah, those big, like, blank, like, the big yeah. blank walls. But not just the big blank walls. You could literally show three different movies. Mm. on. You could do the front screen, yeah. the back screen for a discounted rate, because f- f- fuck it. <laughs> and then two side screenings. Yeah. Like, like I, I feel like there's so much money missed out on that. And there's people doing their own pop-ups, which I'm glad because yeah. I'm enjoying the renaissance of drive-ins. I think that's fucking awesome. Totally. And I hope it lasts. Me but too. But I think they really screwed the pooch on like not doing an AMC-branded drive-in series. I wonder if it's, I if it's the idea of because they can't stop people who didn't pay from parking nearby. Like in Freehold, it's right by the mall, so people can park far enough away. Well, here's, mm. the, here's the fix. Well, instead of putting the... Well, the parking lot has a dip in it, too. So, like, people can, if they're passing by, they can maybe see something. But nobody can just sit on the hill or, like, across the street and watch movies. They can no, get exactly. the uh, uh, Well, I'm not saying that was yeah. a deal breaker. I'm just yeah. saying that might be one of the considerations. Like, well, not everybody's going to pay. People might just park further away and well, try to well, watch it, it for people, free. People, yeah. Well, the thing that they could do is All bets are of, off nowadays. Sell the popcorn. <laughs> now yeah. get people to come in. Yeah. So let's say this screen is the front of the theater, right? Right. And then the parking lot is here. Instead of putting the screens by the... By the fucking theater building, put it by the edge of the parking lot facing the road. Do you know uh, the Freehold AMC? Yes. Yeah, oh yeah. Because then you yeah. could, because you people could drive down that road, and they're not going to see the movie. And if you did try to do it, they could spot you. Right, right. Which, I mean, you could also market it where it's like, okay, it's obviously discounted because, like. Just make it super cheap because you know for a fact. Yeah, you're not showing like Tenet or something like that. Just show all the movies. Exactly. Like Christopher Nolan won't want that drive-in experience. I paid five dollars ahead to see Back to the Future at an AMC drive-in event. Totally. Well, I think I think this farm it wasn't much. I think it was like ten or fifteen bucks per car, which is fine. In fact, they showed Halloween on Halloween, and 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 my girlfriend asked me, "Do you want to go?" And I said, "Uh, "I don't know." I mean, we didn't. We ended up watching nothing Halloween movies at home <laughs> on AMC, which is time well spent. Speaking of um, blocking off things from the public, and we'll leave on this because we're running way over time. But uh, this was this tickled me to no end. Uh, so there's on on Route Seven. I don't mind identifying the place. They're, they're not going to mind, I don't think. But uh, so there's a a strip joint, gentlemen's club. Pick your euphemism on uh, Route Seventeen. Satin dolls. Satin Dolls, which was Bada Bing in the Soprano series. So I drove by. This is weeks ago when it was just uh, outdoor gatherings. You can have food and everything outdoors. You know, people could be dining outside. Was there an outdoor drive through strip club? Hang on. <laughs> okay. I'm driving past and it just caught my eye because the place was fully lit up. And I thought, well, they can't be open, right? And as I'm driving past now, I'm on Route 17. So I'm driving at, at least 50 miles an hour, probably you know more like 58. But. 
I'm driving too fast so I could just get a glance at it. Couldn't take a picture. Otherwise, I totally would have a reference point to you know cut into the video or, or show you guys at least. But what's set up outside is <laughs> right next to the building, an area that's blocked off with like those those metal frames with curtains, white curtains over them, like how they separate people at the hospital Uh on the outside. And I see there's a TV going. I can hear that there's music playing. And I got to tell you, I said, bravo to them for coming up with this idea. And wow, I feel so sad for the guys who want to actually go. And they're like, I need to see titties, new titties so badly that I'm going to sit sit outside outside. (laughs) and watch a masked stripper, no less. I mean, that's the idea that is 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 crazy. It's just like, I just want to see the body. I don't care what her face looks like, which isn't that bad an idea because I'll grant you, I haven't been to a, a strip club and you know, since I was like 22 or something like that, it's been a long time, but never. you know, considering there were never for you, never, you're not missing. It's, not, it's not my Same thing. That's why I haven't, that's why I haven't gone. It's just kind of not my thing, but I will say based on my limited experience, you know, there's no shortage of strippers with heard nice the food is good. Uh, well, you heard wrong. Really? I, <laughs> the buffet is not so much, but maybe I was there at the wrong time. Uh, stay away from the mashed potatoes. Anyway, I uh, I was thinking that's there's a potato shortage. There were down, yeah, <laughs> fucking strip clubs. All, all the whores got them. Bo- strip clubs. <laughs> Bada Bing is buying up all the potatoes. Goddamn ladies of the night. <laughs> but based on my limited experience, there were a lot of strippers with nice bodies and busted helmets. So if they're wearing a mask. <laughs> Then at, they're probably doing better if we're being honest. Like if you go look at a girl, you didn't see because I'll tell you right now, there are a lot of women I'm seeing out and about where you're just taking in the eyes and the body and the hair and that's it. Like you don't see the nose and the mouth. You don't see the, some of the most distinguishable facial features. So everybody, I think, looks more attractive wearing a mask when you're just seeing this. So wait a minute. You the, the way that they had it set up was that the women were behind the curtain silhouetted. No, the way, no, that was people like were like box. I guess seated in folding chairs outside. Oh, it's oh, it's it's a full on like fenced off area oh now. God. But I maybe a... maybe this was like week one where it was just separated, where it was just a, like curtains in front like... of an outdoor oh my setup. God. And I thought That's again, I'm thinking hilarious. about the the poor saps who were actually going there and just like I'll sit outside and drink a beer and watch this chick dance around with nothing on but a disposable mask. Someone must really they just, hate their They wife. just need titties. Yeah. I guess. I just thought, wow. It's but, a hard time. Yeah. But good for them for no finding, finding a way to make it work. Yeah. I got to say, I, I got to hand it to him for at least doing something that was like, all right. Yeah, I'll bet you hand it to him. Good for, well, <laughs> I didn't. Yeah. I was driving. See, like, I respect ingenuity like that. And it's I saw something similar, not with my own eyes, but online. Someone, I forgot what state it was, but they did a drive-through strip club. That see, I'd do that just for the curiosity. Factor. Who knew that these strip club owners were so like creative? It's like you know what we got to do. Yeah, you go. We got to put up curtains. Yeah, <laughs> it's curtains for you. you curtains, see. They and the guys drive by, see the titties, and they drop the money in a garbage pail outside the window. But yeah, they see? did it like a car wash. It was the funniest thing in the world. Oh, I'd, I'd was, be there. It was a long tent that had sections of dance materials. So, That's like, where Andrew is go, tonight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we know. Yeah. <laughs> I got like you sent me a voice message. It was like someone caught leaving a message at work. So they're like, "I'm really sick. I'd love to. <laughs> I'd love to come in, but I just. <laughs> I can't. I yeah. can't Ferris come Bueller in. They really play the it up. My dick's yeah. got a migraine. I gotta go take care. <laughs> Sweaty palms. I got a. I, I got a record. You know, there's a little. Uh, you just record a quick message and send through through text on on Android. So he just recorded the message. Just like, I'm really sorry. I just my headache's gotten really bad, and just I didn't even pick my daughter up today. I've just been home. I just I, I just needed. I hope Did I can sleep this off, and I'm really sorry. I mean, 
mean, maybe. Who knows? Yeah, it's like she's she's standing outside, a lunchbox in hand, (laughs) still waiting. We should drive by and check on the way home. They're like, oh, my uncles came and took care of me. Andrew wakes up at three in the morning. Oh shit! I knew I forgot something. But uh, yeah, it it may have had that like calling into work when you're not really sick, you know, uh, feel to it. Now that I think about it, he's either getting high or he's at a drive-through strip joint. Oh fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! She could get it. She could get it. I dropped a hammer on her. Yeah, I. I could kind of see that too. That may be what he's up to tonight. <laughs> it's like Wednesday man? night. Yeah, Andrew's yeah. a very married man. <laughs> eleven years. Yeah. Oh shit! It's eleven years next week. Yeah. Wow. That went quickly, huh? And we're yeah. not even the ones who were married. Yeah. <laughs> so I got son of a bitch. Eleven years. Wow. Damn. So yeah, and and been with her since he graduated high school. So he's crying out for new titties. No, but anyway, I. <laughs> He's probably like, listen, if you put Poor tents guy. up, I, I'll pay money. For yeah, it. I, I don't even care what it is. I mean, Andrew's been very, we spent a lot of time last week. You guys just, make Andrew sound like Beavis and Butthead. Like, you're Andrew, yeah, Andrew, it's, it's not my kid at work. It's a caricature. It, it, it is, but it's, it yeah, it's not that inaccurate. You'll know soon yeah. enough. If, yeah. if we're being, go back and listen to the two weeks uh, previous episodes, and you'll be like, I get it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I think we proved we didn't need him tonight. I mean, thankfully, we were able to call an audible and get Engineer Chris involved. Yeah, because yeah, I couldn't shut up when she started talking about the Muppets. I'm so sorry. To I'm so sorry to these you guys. Know, I mean, don't apologize. It's his fault. Well, <laughs> no, actually, I think you brought up the Muppets. Like, I wish Disney didn't buy the Muppets. And I think you started it, to be I, fair. I asked you something, and then it went off on the fucking roller coaster of emotions that was. I'm not coaster. sorry. Oh, Jesus Christ. Now he's using see, there are roller coasters of emotions. I told you. you did you two just become best friends? We did. <laughs> I think so. I think that's the way it's going. So when do we do the, the Muppets podcast, guys? Oh wait, we already I, did it. I think yeah, <laughs> we already I, I did it. Yeah, I, I think you and I need to do I a podcast about it. about Muppets now. Oh, we'll, have to, we'll have to figure we'll it out. We'll figure it out. We'll coordinate. Thanks for letting me sit in though with you guys, oh, dude. You were, I missed you. Yeah. Ah, we missed you too. Yeah. We were actually we were hoping you were gonna. I mean, we love Megan Mike, of course, but, uh, but we I'm were just like. But you're the you're the favorite. Cars getting <laughs> yeah. fixed. I'm back in the picture. Woo. Oh, so, dude, we would have if we had known, we would have picked you up. I mean, like, oh, come dude, on. I'm terrible with stuff like that. I'm ah. like, I, I'm like, I'll get it done. I'll do it. Don't worry. About <laughs> it. I'll do it. Well, if it happens again, just. The show and I follow you. So just send us a DM, and uh, we'll we'll get it done. Uh, maybe the, maybe we even show up at Fry's. See, <gasps> why would you do that? Hey, look, anything. trying to quit them. I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm the, rewatching the Muppet movie. I realized I'm the Kermit of uh, this group. I'm just picking up Muppets and bringing them into the family as I go along. Which one am I? <laughs> uh, Fozzie, just because the I'll hair. <laughs> just because the hair makes sense. I'll take it. I see you as a Gonzo. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. Well, you know you what? You should, because Gonzo's yeah. my favorite Muppet. Gonzo, oh, if, yeah. if Gonzo ate his girlfriends, because Ryan eats chicken tenders and mint chocolate chip ice cream, and that's basically it. So And beer. Oh, but a, not, a, a rounded not Camilla, diet. Not yeah. Camilla again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mint chocolate. It's like, oh, you're mine, Camilla, too. It's like a little shop of horrors. Like, <laughs> directed by Frank Oz. Saturday, directed by Frank Oz. See, it's all, yeah. all comes back to Muppets. That's one musical I could get behind that isn't a Muppets musical. Otherwise... Keep your, your Hamiltons and your Rogers and Hammerstein and your Pac-Man video games and your, yeah. <laughs> your Dan Fogelberg. I'm getting very old, man. All of a sudden, I'm all, like you. All I'm saying, all I'm saying is that I at least need one Muppet Marvel crossover movie. That's all I want. Just That's have the just I have the, just have the Muppets play the Marvel characters like they did with the DC characters. Like Sylvester is Batman. 
I don't know if you saw FYE has a whole campaign for um, the, the 80th anniversary of Bugs Bunny, I believe it's based around, where it's uh, Lola Bunny's Wonder Woman, Bugs Bunny, Superman. Is it like you the get old Funko McDonald's Pops toys? of them. No, they're like, they Do you Funko remember Pops the McDonald's toys of like Bugs Bunny is Super Bugs and like you had like the suit you put on? I, vague, I can't picture yeah. them, but I, I remember that, that campaign. I but no, that. I know they have Funko Pops and a bunch of like t-shirts and stuff at FYE. And uh, fortunately, there's still some FYEs in, in our area and they're open. But um, yeah, they, it's, I forget who. I think uh, The Flash is, is Wiley Coyote. So I, if they did something like that and they had the Muppets do it with the that Marvel characters, that, that doesn't be, make sense. Yeah, the Roadrunner should be the Flash. Yeah. Well, See, I don't. I would like it in reverse. I don't, I don't think I would want the Muppets playing Marvel characters as much as I think it would be kind of funny to see what would happen if the Muppets coexisted in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> like, what, like their they reactions. Do, they do nothing but panic the entire time. Like, like that's it would be fun. To me. Like, but I mean, four with the Muppets. Come on, I want Kermit. <laughs> I want Kermit to be Tony Croak and you know have like a little, <laughs> a really interesting goatee and you know, dress up in an Iron Man suit, like. Who wouldn't want to see Muppet that? Muppet Christmas Carol level parody. <laughs> exactly. That'd be amazing. <sighs> I think so. I, I think it's worthwhile. Listen, if you're all under the if you're all in the mouse house, why not at least try it? Because they've been you, you can. For years. I know, I know. I really wish they put more attention to the Muppets, but that'll be <laughs> that'll be explored in even more depth in uh, a future episode, I'm sure. I hope you guys had a great time. Dude, we, we always have a great time we here. We fucking love this place. That's why we've been here for like two hours. I think yeah. we've been in this room sweating like yeah. crazy. For yeah. some oh, reason, so it's, it's not just me. No, 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 it's no. Not. I, I'm glistening. I'm like, oh my God, do I have a fever? I I really, did I get Rona? <laughs> I mean, we, we, got the, we got the table right here. So frankly, I was going to take off my pants about an hour ago because who's to know? Yeah, but, no one know, would know. Uh, we, can do a, we can do a strip <laughs> yeah. poker episode. First, I got to learn how to play poker. So, <laughs> all right, well, go on YouTube. That's how everybody. Yeah. That's how everybody learns every skill these days. Yeah. But uh, we had a blast. We're glad Engineer Chris was here to basically be be the fourth voice. Yes, uh, we're very happy. And since he's Samoan Andrew, then it kind of works anyway. So, <laughs> in in look and tone of voice, tell me I'm wrong, Ryan. I'm I said wrong. I said that the first time we yeah. came here. I was like, Jack, am I right? <laughs> like if if we if we had a cast if we had if we had to diversify and like you can't be four white guys. Sorry, like we'd have yeah. to draft in engineer chris to play andrew because it's just like well you're kind of like um your tone of voice is similar except we don't make you sound angry when we impersonate you hi guys i'm andrew yeah what's up this is is andrew just what's up guys my name is andrew you've been welcome to the show (laughs) i don't know why but i'm quite crazy (laughs) whatever that's it those are faces he makes too when he acts crazy especially now i know who he or we don't start a show for two hours crazy harry (laughs) oh he'd be crazy harry for sure i mean he but his favorite character is dr teeth and that's not too far off if he had some musical ability like i could see andrew is a bit of a doctor teeth but anyway all right we're, we're gonna wrap it up because we're, we're we're getting a little sweaty yeah. so a uh little? a little <laughs> but it's, it's it's been two hours we have to go listening. home at some point as much as we right don't hot. like we don't like leaving based on the last couple of weeks but uh, we're we're milking the most out of this show since uh it's gonna be a few weeks since we're gonna be back yeah, gonna my s- bladder is about to explode oh that too yeah so you could have tapped out for a bathroom break we, we could carry the ball but no no all ah, right <laughs> well in that case well, thanks uh, for championing on right? we'll just yeah absolutely <laughs> i'm not in pain or anything <laughs> we'll wrap it up so uh if you want if you enjoyed all this you could follow jack on twitter at jackwagon85 and on instagram at jacksonfigure1985 you can follow ryan on instagram at honey i drunk the beers 
You can follow him on Twitter, but he no longer tweets, even though his account's still there. It's, <laughs> so still, there. <laughs> it's still there, but you're yeah. not getting anything new. Unless you just want to uh, placate his ego, then feel free to give him a follow. Sure. I've been sending him funny things through Twitter, through like yeah. screenshots. He's just like, since you're not on Twitter anymore, here's a funny thing I found on it. <laughs> oh, okay. So you're still reading. Oh, I thought you deleted the app off your phone. I you did. can still get DMs? No, he sends me just like screenshots of. Oh, I'm going gonna to do that. I'm going to load you up with. Like, <laughs> I'm just going to send you a bunch of DMs like, Jesus Christ, why is it this guy keeps sending me all this stuff? He knows I'm not checking it. I, I'm just trying to help out. And uh, of course, you can follow Engineer Chris on Instagram at Christian underscore Cordez with a D and an S underscore. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's your Twitter handle? That's what, uh, same? Christian Atrell, A T T R E L. Okay. Find me there. Give him a follow as well. And check out his uh, YouTube channel as well, Arcade Productions. It's Thank awesome. You. I've watched a bunch of stuff on there, which I've. Another reason I've been dying to <laughs> talk to you and hoping you were back here again is I've been watching the, uh, the stop motion stuff and it's awesome. Plus, the, the music is great too. And now with your PM Dawn connection, oh, I get it. I get it. You, you were lucky enough to get a I'm little. stain on my father's legacy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. No, stop. Mr. I write songs for Thomas the Tank Engine yeah. and get paid for it. Yeah. And uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Chris Abalo and on Instagram at Chris Sells Out and follow the show at Cape Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, if you go to chrisabalo.com, by now, there's not a specific uh, custom link I could give out, but the Patreon should be up and running. So if you go to chrisabalo.com or the various social media, you should be able to find the Patreon link there because now it's November, so it should finally be up. And uh, subscribe on your podcast platform of choice and please recommend to a friend. And uh, you can subscribe, by the way, to the YouTube channel as well. Look up Chris Abal's podcast experiment and find it on YouTube or uh, look up Half-Assed Media is the channel. Give that a subscribe because uh, there still will be video episodes coming. They'll just be Zoom video episodes instead of episodes in the studio. But uh, we'll be back sooner rather than later at the studio to do some more shows here at Shared Universe. So until next time, for Jack, Ryan, and Engineer Chris, this is Chris Abalo, and this was yet another experiment. Smoking weed, smoking weed, doing coke, drinking beers. Pack our ass, smoke good man. Time to kick back, drink some beers, and smoke some weed. Done poisoning the youth for today, huh?